Sports Radio 560 WQAM Miami Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, call 567-0560, toll free for Dane and Broward. Pound 560 on your cell phone. All right. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM, Beasley Reed Acquisitions, or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560 QAM. This is Joe Ball on the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs. They don't come any better than Neil Rogers. Well, now, don't you tell me to lie. I love that Monica's big fat thighs. It's not prosecuted, I can't deny. I hate her big and hairy pie. Phew, yahoo, who knew? My presidential juice was squirted on you. Loving Monica on that oval top. I rolled that 46 really style. Making out with Monica in my limo. I couldn't have picked a fatter bimbo. Yeah. Feeling patriotic, got my flagpole smoked. I'm a whole glory, she nearly choked. When she sucked down my big fat willy, started to scream like a horny hillbilly. Hillary's mad, I'm down on my knees. It's to the whiskey and don't to reach. Superstar report, I really can't cope. I'm the president, not the friggin' pope. No. The time is now and I'm coming clean. I like my boobies with cherries and cream. The boys on the hill say they may in beach. Or we're getting sucked by that two-time leech. Time to hire a concrete cause he's legit. If she didn't spit, they must have quit. When the drum is over, it's time to blow. I'm dropping Hillary like a hot potato. Never slip a Hillary, that's all I know. She's always getting busy with January, no. Sick and tired of everyone calling me a bum. I might have got struck, but I did not come. Scared to death, mother can take a to stand. Excuse me, General Bum, Afghanistan. Stick in the cigar with tens to stick. You beat dabbing box, you're a black man and wet. Oops, I'm so sorry, I stained your dress. Clean it, Beyonce was coming in red. I got a little speaker and I'm ready to unzip. Star can it start doing Linda trip. Checking out the booties, I'm ready to pop. All right, everybody, I'm letting my pants. Eat up! 102 at 560 WQM. Happy uh, Wednesday to her. God, I don't know what it is, but since before the holidays, I never know what day of the week it is anymore. Is that ever going to change? No. Ever going to, like, uh, get with it? <laughs> Excuse me. So anyway, I want to, uh, right off the bat today, apologize to my close personal friend Ken from the uh, limo service. You know, we had that very strange call yesterday. And, uh, boy, I could sure use a couple of those cough drops, by the way, because I need to cough a lot today. <laughs> Yeah, there's, I, maybe there's something in here. You know what? Because I felt pretty damn good at home this morning. I feel a lot better than I did yesterday, even though my skin is still, like, on fire on that one side of my neck. And, of course, my doctor's are busy down there. Bah, 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 so I won't be hearing from him today, I guess. Plus, we took the phone off the thing. But at any rate, um, what is that? What's that? Oh, there you go. 
So yesterday we had a call at about 20 till 2, uh, some asshole, and I do mean asshole. I know which one it is, too. It's one of the chronics who ought to go back to New York. Doing, doing a voice. This is, this is the ultimate. We've reached finally the ultimate moment in the history of this show. We now have people calling, impersonating other callers. How do you like that? Oh! And this guy heard Ken, the limo driver, who uh, uh, took uh, Rimmer and his wife and yours truly to a dinner a couple weeks ago to Ruth Chris. He heard that call, and right away, being very creative and inventive and having no other life whatsoever, he decided he would call and uh, pretend to be him. And I thought it didn't sound like him. I thought either that or he was on acid or something like that. So, Ken, we apologize profuse, uh, profusely, and you're a good guy, and I don't have your cards anymore. Sorry about that. God, I think there's something in the air in here. Was I gagging or uh, choking or coughing before? No. No, I left the house this morning feeling pretty good. Didn't have this uh, heat in my neck and flush feeling, although I do feel a little bit better today. Yeah, we're going to talk about doctors and about uh, veterinarians. And by the way, I want to say uh, no. to the uh, veterinarian over there on university, I don't want to mention their name on the air. And thank God to Scott Schwartz. Scott and Laura turned me out of a great vet over there in, uh, sh should I say where it is? Huh? No, seriously, my little dog has evidently had, because they did blood tests and they did uh, x-rays, and, I mean, this other place, they don't do anything. Of course, they don't have their own lab there, so even if they did, it would take you forever to find out. He's, got pa he's had pancreatitis, and I have a feeling he's had it for a long time. I don't want to say who's been feeding him table scraps and uh, people food. Ma, I don't want to say that. Because every time we'd come back from vacation, the dog would look like somebody stuck a bicycle pump in his rectum and blew him up, you know, and I think, boy, he sure gained a lot of weight in just a few days. But he looks so hungry. Yeah, right. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, yeah, that's right. We're going to be having, here you go. I heard on uh, Hank's show I'll be having the Michael, Michael Jordan retirement press conference. It starts now and goes till 2 o'clock. Oh. oh, my God. How are we going to function today? No more Michael, Michael. And I'm going to tell you something. It's a pretty sorry-ass comment on the state of the NBA, by the way, now that they just finally got through embarrassing themselves with a strike and uh, missing most of their season or a good part of it. I mean, it was already a foregone conclusion he was going to retire, and you've been hearing people talk about it for weeks and months. But now, I mean, the idea that, oh, the league is in big trouble. Well, guess what? If one guy, can you name me any other sport where if one guy retires, the sport is in trouble? Oh! Huh? No, it's supposed to be. No. Not, yeah, like. No. Yeah, like that. Not any other. Is there a hockey player? Mario Lemieux retired. Was uh, hockey in trouble because Mario retired? No. No. Anybody in football? Danny Boy or uh, L.A. retired? Is football going to be in trouble? No. No. But one player retires, and all of a sudden, that's because it's a bogus sport. And by the way, 70% of the American public, this is the latest poll I read uh, just a couple of days ago in Newsweek, 70% of the American public doesn't give a flying crap about the NBA. Oh, and by the way, the guy that uh, made the crank call yesterday? He's an ojo provocateur. I almost forgot about that. Well, I, I had the thing queued up there. Might as well play it, you know? So anyway, if you want a great vet, it's the Central Park Animal Hospital over there at Knob Hill and Cleary by the Beverly Hills Cafe. They are great. Thank you, Dr. West. They're great people over there. They're thorough. They do the blood work right there. They got their own lab. They do x-rays. They know what they're talking about. They take the time to sit down and tell you this and that and bada beep, bada boop. And the other place, uh, which I don't want to mention on the ear, but I mean, uh, you know, here's, here's a couple of pills. Here's some wrong dog food that's got a lot of fat in it, by the way, that'll really, uh, you know, make his pancreatitis uh, get worse. When you go into a place and they don't do anything, that should be the first indication that uh, there's something wrong, you know? Because anybody can just make a lot of guesses and give you a bunch of pills and say, here you go, good luck, and, uh, you know, that's it. And here's the bill. Anybody can do that. So thank the Lord for finding And, of course, now if I could find a doctor. Oh, just kidding, Dr. Mark. Just kidding. That's okay. Don't bother returning that call. I know you're busy saving people's lives over there on the beach. 
see, he, I have a great doctor, but his, his approach is always the same. Just relax. Everything will be fine. And that's $400, thank you, and everything will be fine. You know, all the blood work, everything is fine. And you feel like crap. So anybody see Larry King last night? No. That's the thing today, baby. Larry King and Larry Flanagan. You know something? As much as I hate to say it, but I do always tell it like it is, Larry King last night did a hell of a job. I, I've been doing this a long time. I'm serious. He really, uh, it was a damn good show. I know how to do a talk show. The whole show last night was uh, entertaining. Uh -huh. It was outstanding. Uh -huh. And especially the part, well, the beginning part where Bob Barr made a total jackass out of himself. Bada beep, bada boop, bada boop. Yeah, right. And his mustache kept getting darker and darker, and his hair started drooping down over one side of his forehead. And that little swastika kept popping up. And by the way, Barney Fagg was on MSNBC, which I found channel surfing last night after watching the Maple Leafs come back and beat Tampa Bay 4-3. Oh! There was Barney Fagg on MSNBC, and he was, as usual, great. He was lisping a lot, but he was great. And he pointed out, was it him that pointed out, or was it one of the other guests on Larry King about, uh, oh, no, it was Alan Dushowitz. Alan Dushowitz, who's also great, by the way. As long as he's not doing that O.J. stuff, Alan Dushowitz is great. We lost a lot of respect for him with that O.J., but he's a whore. He's a lawyer like all the others, so why not? You know, he'll take the money, thank you. But he was talking about uh, Bob Barr's background and about, you know, speaking in front of the uh, white separatist group, et cetera, and so on, and then lying about that and denying that he knew anything about them. And, and he lied that he was there at all, and then they had the pictures of him speaking there. And then, oh, yeah, well, I was there, but I didn't know about, the, you know, those hoods didn't mean anything to me. I thought they were just kind of a little slow and all wearing dunce caps is what it was. You know, that kind of stuff. So anyway, but the best part of that show last night was when Larry Flint said at the end of the uh, his comments, he said, I have, and it's such a shame, you know, he's drooling because, you know, when you get the shot like that, you have a habit and you're sitting in the wheelchair and not being able to speak too well sometimes. But when he talked about the fact that he's got eight more right-wing conservative Republicans, and they're ready. They're all being investigated right now. It's like, it's like uh, you know, like we're doing with Iraq. Drop it. Here's a bomb over here. Here's another one for you. There you go. Now we're going to drop the other shoe. Beautiful. Payback is a bitch, isn't it? Isn't this sweet? This is just uh -huh. so beautiful, man. It's just enough to make you quell. It's enough to just bring great pleasure. Maybe that's why my skin is all flushed, because I'm getting such pleasure from watching all these right-wing hypocrites go down one at a time. Oh, but that's not perjury. That, yeah, right. That's not perjury. Okay. And, of course, the fact that he refused to answer the question meant, number one, that he was having an affair with some other woman while he was married. And, number two, of course, we all know that he, he not only paid for the abortion, he drove her to the place, et cetera, and so on, this great right-to-life anti-abortion guy who's a liar and a phony and a piece of crap and a, a bigot of the worst kind. But he hasn't got to resign because he's too busy, you know, uh, trying to nail Bubba to the cross, which he was doing long before the Monica business, by the way, him and Tom DeLay, long before there was any Monica. They were, like, screaming impeachment. So they got a lot of credibility, those guys. And can you imagine the, can you imagine the toilet bowl in the nation's capital this morning? Wow, talk about the Green Apple Quick Step. People getting just a little nervous up there after Larry Flint dropped that bomb. Line. Eight more on the list, baby. Always like that Trent a lot. It's uh, 10 minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. I'm print journalism, and I just wanted to know, uh, what advice do you have for uh, uh, young people coming up into the field? Like, I, a lot of uh, for prof professors are telling us how hard it is to get into the field at first. They're just like, you know, since you're in the field, do you have any advice on that? For instance, experience, is that important? Mm -hmm. Sure. That, is, that, is that probably the most important uh, well, it's way up there. It's way up there. Anything, anything else? Anything you do? Pressure on the fire. Mm-hmm. 
done this before. I don't want it to be his first uh, surgery. Okay. Applied himself well. Mm-hmm. These are the things I'd have confidence in, the young MD. Okay. I'm talking about journalism field. I'm lost. What do you mean? The journalism. Like, I'm a student of journalism at a college, and I was just wondering the most important aspect of getting into journalism, not the medical field. I think you're exhausted from 30 nights. I am exhausted from 30 nights. No, no person, even those of us who are superhuman, those of us with uh, Herculean appetites for the diverse and the bizarre, even those of us who uh, have shown an aptitude to, uh, to uh, uh, fight the good fight and stay the good long battle, even those of us can get tired. And your boy is tired after 30 consecutive nights. Have a half hour to go, and I'm going to do that half hour because I'm a pro. That's what pros do. I'm a professional. Look it up in the book. Okay. That's what we do. We're pros. We're never rude. We don't camp out. We don't tell you that we're ill or that we're looking for the farmhouse in the middle of the desert or that we're parched. We don't tell you that maybe the check didn't come through this month and where the hell does it go anyway if you're a guy who's left 1640 to So what do you do? What is the answer? Yeah, you're a little perturbed now. Kind of worried about the club. I don't worry about the club. Worry about maybe Jackie might worry. Now. Okay, just cool it. Life is a breeze. Of course, some breezes, as you know, are 110 miles an hour and get promoted up the hurricanes. I just uh, passed that along. We're, speaking of pass it along, we're going to pass along now to the newsroom, the mutual newsroom, high atop the overlooking downtown, beautiful downtown studios of Washington, Virginia, Washington, D.C. The mutual newsroom will get us up to date on the news headlines, and we'll come back with a little more open front America. We'll have our salute to my man, Duke Zebert, by taking him to one of his favorite places, one of mine, too, town of Cooperstown, New York. This is the Larry King Show in Washington, and we'll be right back. Monday, Martin Luther King's birthday. You're not going to be talking about religion on Monday, are you? No, I'm going to be talking about black people. 
Oh, about black people. All right. Well, thank God I never talk about that. George is going to be talking about Schwarzers on Monday. Oh, because it's Martin Luther King's birthday. Well, that's very apropos. Excellent. Good choice. Then maybe we can do that. Uh, what's, the, what's the Chinese thing? The year of the uh, eating the cat? Something like that. We can talk about gooks on that day. Anyway, here's a... I don't, see, I don't really care whether they get bent out of shape because over the years, they've stopped calling and telling me that. So I'm assuming that, A, either they're growing up and they stop getting so sensitive about religion, or, B, they just turn it off and uh, turn back hoping I'm talking about something else, or, C, uh, they all kill themselves. All the religious nuts. One of the above. They joined one of those crazy cults and they blew themselves away before the year 2000. They created their own Y2K problem. I Because I don't really don't care. Because thank God for me uh, coming on here and talking about this crap. Just like that, right at the end of the show yesterday, that asshole, why are you always picking on God? And uh, you're going to be on that lake of fire. And uh, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. Sounded like a malcontent. He said he was Catholic. He sounded more like one of the, another one of those malcontent New York Jews that came down here and is bitter because the early bird keeps going up. But here's a fact that I thought was kind of interesting this morning. Knowing that you're a tremendous intellect. Oh, by the way, we have a pair of tickets right by the glass for tonight's Leafs and Panthers game with a preferred parking pass, thanks to Greg Reed, who brought him down. I could sit right there in the front row by the glass, but I prefer to sit in my own seat so I can see the game. Although at least when, even though you can't see the game when you're by the glass, nobody stands in front of you except the people out there on the ice. That's true, but I will give these away to somebody. Anyway, the fact says, knowing that you're a tremendous intellect, I want to recommend a book. You might have already read it, as has, it's been out for many years. I wouldn't recommend discussing on your show, as I can tell by the majority of your callers, your audience isn't very swift. <laughs> How could you tell that, Craig? The book is called The Passover Plot. We all have heard of that book, right? Have you read it? No, I haven't either. And the author is Hugh J. Schoenfeld. I thought he was the uh, coach of the uh, Phoenix Coyotes. Basically, the book looks like at the life and times of Jesus in a very historical manner. Schoenfeld describes the messianic fervor that swept the Jewish nation starting sometime around 100 B.C. Boy. and how it would have affected Jesus' upbringing. The book postulates that Jesus planned his whole ministry. With his extensive knowledge of Old Testament prophecy, he was able to mimic events that a highly devoted people who were already swept in messianic zeal interpreted as the coming of the Messiah. The Passover plot even theorizes that Jesus planned to fake his death on the cross by having a drug that would stimulate death symptoms administered to him on a sponge. Remember the vinegar sponge that was given to him when he said he thirsted? I guess it went all wrong when the soldier put his sword in his side. Oops, didn't plan that, it says. Best of all, the Passover plot certifies what you've been yelling about forever. The Bible is a bunch of fables. The books of the New Testament were written approximately 90 years after Jesus' death. Written records of Jesus' times were destroyed when Rome siege and burned Jerusalem to the ground around 50 A.D. <laughs> Eyewitnesses' reports were virtually non-existent since most people alive during Jesus' times were dead by 90 A.D. Also keep in mind that older folks' versions of Jesus' life were very unreliable because the aging process was very much harder on people in those days. What we call Alzheimer's today was very rampant in those ages. So if you haven't devoured this great book, I hope you can find it and read it. Sign Craig. Okay, the Passover plot. Somebody will get me a copy of that, or maybe I'll even go out and buy it. Maybe I'll really, uh, you know, fork over a couple of bucks and buy it. By the way, Jim Mandich at 2 today till 4.30, and then Boat Camp for 4.30 till 6. Where Hank is, do we have any idea where Hank is today? No. Well, whatever. By the way, and I'm sorry that Hank's not going to be on, although I'm sure he's probably in town, maybe he's listening. I wanted to thank him and the other people, on, not just on this station, but all the stations in this market, for turning me back to my music. Oh, oh God. No, seriously, I'm a happy camper. I don't want to hear no press conferences. I don't want to hear hours on end about Michael Jordan and the world is coming to end, Michael, Michael, motorcycle. I don't want to hear that. And like I said, it, it's for everybody else. That's great. More power to all these guys. It's just not for me. I mean, is there some written law required that I have to listen to radio because I work in it? No. Of course not. 
So I'm listening to my music, and I'm loving it, baby. I am uh, obsessed with it. Oh, and by the way, I hate to break the news to you, all those assholes. And since Marvin Gaye is dead, don't we have a... See, it would be tough to name it. You want to call it the Gay Museum. Huh? Well, we've got Graceland for Elvis. What could we have? I mean, that's our poll question today. Who is the better... Who is the greater singer? Okay, I'm not talking about who is more popular, who is the better entertainer, who had better outfits... Who was the greater performer, Elvis Presley or Marvin Gaye? Is there any contest? No. No. Huh? Not even in the same league. And yet some of you assholes out there, men in particular, oh, we're going up to Graceland. Yeah, my wife and I, my honey and I, my boyfriend and I, we're going up to Graceland to see the king. I mean, that that's not even debatable. I mean, I could come up with plenty of other names as far as better, uh, you know, musicians and better singers and whatever. But uh, Marvin Gaye, because I, you know, just happened to have, to have this CD around in my pile, in my stash. And Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, you put those two of them together, boy, and you got uh, two dead people is what you got. I mean, unbelievable. So how come we can't have the goddamn Gay Museum, huh? Anybody go in there? No. Hey, Neil, we're going out to the Gay Museum to see, uh, yeah, what's that, whatever's left over of them. Well, I guess probably not too much. At least Elvis don't have a bullet in them anyway. Uh, and one other thing, too, at least we'd know it really would be Marvin. Okay, we wouldn't have all these people. Well, you know, is he really dead? Is he alive? I think we're pretty sure Marvin ain't still going to be making no comeback. Great editorial in the Herald, no less, today. Wow! How do you like that? Great editorial, which uh, should show all of you recalcitrant people out there that are just uh, adamant and don't want to face the truth. All you Bubba haters out there. Bubba Mycea believers. Star's Chamber of Horror. This could be one of the best editorials in the Herald in the last 500 years. It says, a wrongful indictment, prosecutors' relentless pursuit of minor figure casts doubt on judgment. And this, this editorial gives you a real good idea of what this asshole is all about, Ken Starr. He's an asshole. While the national spotlight illuminates the impeachment drama, another legal skirmish of potentially outrageous import for ordinary citizens unfolds in relative obscurity. Kenneth Starr, the independent counsel, last week brought a four-count indictment against Julie Hyatt Steele a minor figure in the national sex tale sweepstakes, and a former close friend of presidential accuser Kathleen Willey. Mr. Starr believed that Ms. Steele lied when she changed her story that initially supported Ms. Willey's account of being groped by the president. Although Ms. Willey's story appears badly flawed, which is why it was omitted from the voluminous Starr report, Ms. Mr. Starr has continued his myopic and wrongful pursuit of Ms. Steele. Apparently, Ms. Steele's retraction doesn't fit Mr. Starr's view of the president as a whoring reprobate, so the independent counsel has gone full throttle after this single working mother. He seems hell-bent either to break or destroy Ms. Steele and to intimidate her family and friends. Thus, Mr. Starr has taken voluminous grand jury testimony from Ms. Steele's daughter, her brother, her accountant, and even her ex-lawyer. He has interrogated Ms. Steele's neighbors and friends from, afar as, uh, from as far away as Colorado. He subpoenaed her bank records and credit history. He spuriously has challenged the legitimacy of her adoption of a son eight years ago from Romania. Most frightful about all this is that it could happen to anyone, any citizen who happens to incur the wrath of a vengeful independent counsel who ignores civility, tramples the rules of legal engagement, and is unmindful that government's awesome power must be wielded with judgment and great care. Clearly, Mr. Starr runs amok. He must be called to account for his actions by the federal judicial panel, whence comes his authority. All right! Oh! Let's hear it for the Herald. They must have been drinking the good stuff or smoking the good stuff that day when they wrote that. 
just absolutely unbelievable. Uh, the browbeating. Of course, you notice how they glossed over the fact that they kept her kind of like, uh, not locked up, but they kept her, Monica, in there for hours and hours on end, panicky and all this other crap with all kinds of threats, subtle and not so subtle. Oh, yeah, you don't need a lawyer. Just uh, just open up, Monica. Oh, I already did that and got me in a big uh, mess here. 1027 so anyway, this is a horrendous story, and uh, yesterday you were a little bit skeptical, and so was I, because, you know, we get people like like the fake limo driver who called up impersonating Ken, the limo driver, who is a great guy and a uh, super uh, does a great job. You know, it didn't sound like him, but I thought maybe he did a little bad acid or something like that. Or maybe Rimmer gave him a bad cup of tea. But anyway, manager killed a meat mixer. This is a grotesque story. But, you know, the interesting part of this is... One moment, please. If you look in the um, if you look in the two at the Sun Sentinel and the Herald, if you're one of those people who's a big spender like me and gets both papers, because you figure if you read both papers, there might be something in uh, between the two of them, and there usually is not. But in, the stories are like totally different. And the story in the uh, Sun Sentinel, if I could find a goddamn thing, which I can't even find it now, maybe it's another one. It's, it's in some section. It like says that the paddle that the, his sleeve got caught in the machine, and the paddle hit him in the back of the head, and that's what killed him. But the story in the Herald, which is a huge, I mean, gigantic, with pictures and the whole deal, and a big picture of the Penn Dutch, which Penn Dutch does make good meats, by the way. They're good people over there. But at any rate, it's, uh, it's a little more grotesque, and it says, um, it says he caught his sleeve in the large mixer, and it, uh, where, where's the thing where it talks about? I, I probably shouldn't even go into it on the air, because it makes it sound a lot more grotesque. It says... Uh, he screamed for a co-worker next to him before his head and upper torso were dragged into the three-foot-wide mouth of the machine. Ugh. Wow. Huh? So on the one hand, the Sun Sentinel, I guess, wanting to spoon-feed us with something a little bit more palatable because people at the breakfast table don't want to read about some poor guy getting sucked into that uh, meat-chopping machine and getting, oh, man. So like I said, I'm sorry that I brought it up. Horrible story, grotesque thing. And again, then, of course, there's going to be uh, action taken because they didn't have the protective thing on there so that uh, to make sure that didn't happen. So there might be just a little bit of problem over there, but nevertheless, uh, horrendous story, grotesque. And I'm not no bad jokes about watch your meat, stuff like that. But that is a good idea. That's what Bubba says, watch your meat. And then the other day we were talking about the, what do they call it, P-R-I-K, the thing that you do with your eyes? Huh? What do they call it? Something like that. The laser surgery, I think it's called P-R-I-K, where they just prick a little hole in the... Well, anyway, new implant... No, seriously, thank God I didn't jump into that real fast, in spite of Joe Rizzoli, because I'm watching the news last night, and then the thing is in the paper again this morning, and even on CNN, so it must be true, oh! if it's on there. Oh, and before I go into that, last night, first five minutes on the CBS Evening News, this should show you people out there, you people, how the news is managed in America. 
The first five minutes on the CBS Evening News with Dan Rather last night, the first five minutes were all about Michael Jordan is retiring and how much money he brings in, and he's worth $10 billion. And, yeah, and of course, that was before we saw the auction of the Mark McGuire baseball for over $3 million. $2.7 million plus 300 and some thousand for uh, the auctioneer people. $3 million and some odd thousand. And was there any discussion of the Larry Flint, Bob Barr situation on the CBS Evening News, which I watched the entire half hour last night? Was there one word? No. no. One word? No. no. Isn't that interesting? And I love the way on a lot of these shows that when they are bringing it up, they have to make sure that they point out it's Larry, uh, Larry Flint, the pornographer, as if there's something evil, as if we're living in the Stone Age again. I mean, how about my good friend Al Goldstein, the pornographer? Okay, not a good guy, not a big, fat old Jew, but the pornographer. You know, that bad... You're looking for glory hole. That guy. Which, of course, immediately uh, discredits him because he publishes Hustler magazine, which I'm sure most of them probably are reading every day anyway. Larry Flint, the pornographer. But how do you like that? This story, which has to, I mean, talk about stripping away the hypocrisy of these... These rabid right-wing lunatics, which is exactly what Larry Flint is doing, and and because of the fact that well, you know, it's tabloid journalism. And in fact, they were having a big uh, a group uh, grope on CNN, one of those shows yesterday, where they're like, uh, you know, attacking each other basically for well, you know, is this real journalism? Is it phantom journalism? Is it uh, you know tabloid? Is Larry Flint a real journalist? Is it is he credible, et cetera, and so on? And they've got all the documents, by the way, from the divorce proceedings from the courts in Georgia. They got all the stuff right there, and it's not like he's just making this stuff up. They got Bob Bear, uh, Barr by the uh, Bear ones, is what they got. But not one word of that on CBS Evening News last night, because Michael, Michael, motorcycle, we got, you know, here's some big, bald-headed guy who's, you know, greatest basketball player who ever lived. I'll go along with that. Do I care? No. No. Like, this is a major story? And you wonder why the, Amer the priorities of the American public are so screwed up. Then you turn on a half hour later, 20 minutes later, and CNN cuts away to the auction of Mark McGuire's 70th home run, the baseball, that uh, almost over $3 million somebody's paying for it. Thank God we got our ducks in a row in this country, uh -huh. baby. Oh, yeah. So anyway, speaking of the eyes thing, new implant surgery can correct nearsightedness for many, and it's reversible. And now they got something even newer and better than that uh, prick thing or whatever that thing is. Tiny transparent rings implanted onto the cornea might help correct mild to moderate nearsightedness that plagues 20 million Americans offering an alternative to popular but irreversible laser surgery and costing about the same, about 2200 bucks an eye. 2200 bucks a... <laughs> the key to Carovision's intact implants, if the patient doesn't like the result or suffers a side effect such as glare, doctors can remove the ring with a good chance of returning the patient's eye to its condition before the surgery. People who know about the ring can't be talked into having laser surgery, said Dr. David Chancellor of the University of California. Oh, by the way, speaking of Chancellor, I hate to break the news to my good friend Jeff Rimmer. There's no such player as Jeff Shantz in the NHL. Shantz, Shantz, okay? Remember Bobby Shantz? It wasn't Bobby Shantz. It was Bobby Shantz. There's no Jeff Shantz, okay? Jeff Shantz, I just mentioned that, Rimmer. Anyway, um, it said uh, it's the idea that if this doesn't work, you can take it out. So, in other words, uh, what's there to lose except maybe your vision, you know? Oops. I still, I don't know, and the idea that they're actually sticking something in there. Don't you get a little bit queasy and uh -huh. they're sticking these uh, things? They're pricking and sticking is what they're doing. Not for me. No, I'll, I'll, you know, what, what difference is it going to make for me at this stage of my life? You know, I could go see my buddy Charles Alfieri, get a nice big full head of hair. I could get these things, you know, stuck in my eye and have perfect vision, and I'd still be an old, middle-aged, fat, uh, ugly Jew, you know. So what difference does it make? I'm perfectly satisfied with that. I'm doing okay. 
if I ever get this damn heat out of my neck and my you know, skin. But, of course, my doctor, he says, ah, but I beat, but I but I don't worry about it. He's a great guy. Don't get me wrong. I love my doctor. But, uh, you know, every time it's the same thing, uh, here's the bill, and there's nothing wrong with you. Go have a good time. And George, of course, is sitting in there smoking because he thinks I ought to go find another doctor closer to my house, by the way, and just get a second opinion, a third opinion, a fourth, like with my dog. You notice, you notice how we take better care of our animals than we do of ourselves? Didn't like what was happening with my dog, so I went and found a new vet. But with myself, I'm sitting here with hot skin on my and with a, with a red neck, if you pardon that expression. Always knew that Rogers was a red neck. I mean, even George can testify. I'm sitting here with like a, a purple neck, just, in one, just like a thing here. Hot skin, no fever, no temperature, and it just goes on day after day. Although each day I do feel a little bit better. Maybe in about six years it might go away. You think so? Uh -huh. And then the reporter will say to me, hey, I told you. What are you worried about? Yeah, that's right. He'll say, I told you it was going to go away. Thanks, Dr. Mark. Well, he's a comedian. 20 before 11 at 560 QAM. You go to hell and you die! Coming soon from One Star Pictures. Combining the highest grossing film ever, Titanic, and one of America's greatest stories, Moby Dick. Tommy Lee stars in Titanic Dick. Has either of you seen a white whale? No, but I just saw this guy out on a boat with his girlfriend. You should have seen the size of his schmuck. Take me to him. As the boat sinks, Captain Ahab tries desperately to videotape Titanic Dick in action. Move in closer. My zoom lens only goes so far. Why don't you just walk up to the front of the boat, you peg-leg bastard? Titanic Dick. Under the protection of the First Amendment, I videotape a scene. Are you sure this is legal? Playing now in VCRs across America. 1045 at 560 WQM. Pot it up for like about two seconds. Yeah. So obviously... Uh, okay, that's enough. We Bubba's talking about the world economy and about this. It's not a press conference, but he's got a whole bunch of these, including that Helen Thomas, that old fossil, sitting around. The t it's very informal. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Not the, don't get panicky, okay? Nothing too exciting happening, except the market is going <laughs> in the crapper today. Hey, listen, what goes up must come down. What goes down must go up, and yada, yada. It's all uh, a bunch of bull crap. So anyway, the Michael Jordan press conference to a... I wonder what he's going to be announcing today. Anybody got any idea? <laughs> Noon today, will we be carrying the Michael Jordan press conference on this show? And I hope Barry Jackass is listening right now. Will we be carrying, will we be interrupting the important Neil Rogers show to hear Michael Jordan's press conference at noon? No. no. Are you sure? Uh, no. Are we going to carry it? Uh, no. no. Of course not. All these very, very important, I mean, when Kathy Lee and Frank Gifford hanging up, then we'll carry that. Because uh -huh. I already know that they're very important people. And Michael Jordan, I don't care if he generates $50 trillion to the world economy, uh, it's a, he's a basketball player. There is absolutely nothing that he's going to say that's of any interest to me and hopefully to most of you. I'm sure there are some of you out there, like Barry Jackass, who, oh, no, what are we going to have to turn on somewhere else? Great, have a good time. Turn on the TV. They'll be covering it with a blanket. They've been all over this Michael Jackson thing like on the crap, okay? Or did I do that back like stink on Oh, I did it backwards. By the way, speaking of crap, let me tell you a little bit about our good... I mentioned this yesterday. We were right on top of this story about Peter Worrell. And, of course, uh, Ty Domi is injured anyway. It's very unlikely he's got a bum knee. I don't think he's going to be playing for the Leafs tonight. And a lot of you were waiting to come to the game tonight to watch uh, Peter Worrell get into it with Ty Domi. So, uh, or Chris King, maybe, or both. Probably Chris King would be better because at least he comes up to Peter Worrell's armpits. But uh, Peter Worrell will not be playing for the Panthers tonight. Because as I told you yesterday, the coach will not tolerate showing up late for practice. Now, wait till you hear this. The practice yesterday was at 11 o'clock. He showed up at 5 to 11. 
Are you following that? Five minutes to 11, five minutes early, right? Wrong. Wrong. You've got to be there 45 minutes before practice. That's Terry Murray's rule. That's right. He said you're supposed to be here 45 minutes before practice starts. That's the policy. Player comes in five minutes before practices. It's impossible to get ready to get on the ice. First of all, physically, it's absolutely impossible to get ready mentally for the practice. Well, do you think Peter Wells ever going to get ready mentally? No. For the practice or anything else? No. That has to do with really playing hockey? No. So what are we talking about here? But again, Terry Murray being a real putz and operating the hockey team like a kindergarten school teacher. Oh, I'm going to show you. He's alienated just about everybody on the team. It's a miracle they've got this many points. I have no idea how they've done it. You can thank a lot of the guys out there that work hard. It'd be like uh, Melanie and some of those guys, Lindsay and Whitney. Because this guy is a big oh. his brother. Although, of course, his brother is playing games with us now and telling us, oh, we're not going to get Pavel Burry, even though Neil Smith in New York is saying, yeah, it looks like the Burry thing. And by the way, I hear that's going to be announced today, by the way, wherever Pavel Burry is going to be traded to. And Neil Smith says, oh, yeah, it's going to be uh, the Panthers are going to get him is what I hear. And Brian Murray says, well, he's just playing games. See, Brian Murray doesn't want to say it because he's gotten burned so many times already in the last few months with Felix Potvin and with uh, whoever else we were trying to get. Uh, every one of these other deals that... Uh, the bottom line is he's just keeping his mouth shut. Maybe it will be Pavel Burry coming to Florida, huh? Oh, God. Wouldn't that be great, huh? I'm not holding my breath, but if it happens, we will tell you that. That's important stuff, unlike Michael Jordan retiring from the goddamn NBA. Well, how are we going to give away these damn tickets, these uh, Leaf tickets? They're right in the front row there, section 133, row 1, seats 9 and 10, right up against the glass and the preferred yellow parking pass, so you can actually get in and out of there in no time at all. How are we going to give those away unless I take any calls? Well, I don't know. I've got a lot of stuff to do here today. What are you smirking about? It's great. You know something? If I, if I didn't have the flush, I'd feel great. I'm feeling a lot better than I did. But I'm hot. You know what I'm saying? My head, my neck, they're hot. And how come nobody calls me about this? Every other ailment I've ever had, everybody and their brothers always calling in chicken soup and do this and do that. And by the way, I want to take back, even though I got some literature this morning, there's always, and again, Steve, whatever your name is, you're a good guy, I'm sure. Sounds like a Jewish guy to me. He obviously is. At the uh, this pharmacy and medical supply, I won't see which one, but he sends me all this uh, literature on grapeseed extract and the CoQ10, and which I told you I've been taking for a couple of weeks. And could it be a coincidence? Because I didn't take it yesterday. That's what my doctor told me. Don't take it and see what happens. And I still got this flush and redness, but feel a lot better than I did yesterday. So is it possible I could have had an adverse reaction to that? Uh -huh. Could that possibly be? be uh -huh. I don't know. So that book I told you by Dr. Balch, who recommends taking all. See, that's become very uh, fashionable. You do understand that. There's people taking all these herbal things right now. And some of that stuff is pretty damn potent. God only knows what the hell it does. It's not like taking like a, a vitamin capsule. I mean, that stuff, you look at a capsule and you can see there's some real heavy duty stuff in there. So Dr. Balch's book, if you already bought it, just to toss in the old crapper, okay? Sorry, I apologize. And if you haven't bought it, forget it. No, seriously. I mean, you just start indiscriminately taking a lot of this stuff, and all these companies now are making all these herbal remedies, St. John's Wort. I mean, first of all, who would take something called Wort to begin with, huh? Are you taking St. John's Wort? Oh, yeah. They're popping up all over my body, man. I got warts that I don't even know who they belong to. Maybe one belonged to St. John, but I don't know about these other ones. And all, and, and uh, what's the other one? Some, something saw. What is it? Hacksaw. <laughs> Not hacks. You know what I'm talking about. You haven't seen that? Well, you're not into this stuff. That's why you look so pasty. Chick saw, hack saw, something saw. I saw some interesting things. But at any rate, that's what Larry Flint said. So stop taking all this herbal crap, okay, because maybe it'll kill us. 
Maybe it's killing me. We'll find somebody that will give me uh, some answers. If my doctor won't respond to my call this morning, which I'm really ticked off about, does he believe that? No. If he won't respond, well, you know, he, uh, he's busy. He's busy saving lives down there and making money and being an important guy. Here's Delray Beach. Hello. How are you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, want to answer your poll question? Which one was that? I have so many. Oh, uh, Marvin Gaye and Elvis? Yeah. Elvis? Yeah, okay, thank you. Look at that. Look at all the time he waited on there. Another one of our chronic assholes. Boring. Not a, see, that's not a question. That's just a comment. That was a rhetorical question. It's not even a contest. Elvis Presley, a better singer than Marvin Gaye? Is this, is this man crazy? Is he taking leave of his senses? Uh-huh. Maniac. Uh, you out of your mind, sir? And don't get me wrong. I loved Elvis. I, I have all his music. I, he had a lot, some records that I liked a lot. I had all his songs when I was a kid. But, uh, I mean, okay, let's get serious. Better singer than Marvin Gaye? Oh, man, you are dreaming. He just don't like the guy because his last name is Gaye. If his name was Marvin Strait, he would, oh, that Marvin Strait, he was the best. Yeah, that's why he he's all uptight because he's in the closet. Couldn't you hear the skeletons rattling in the back? All those people up there in Palm Beach County, you know. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, I don't know if I can help you, but uh, with your pet, if you're ever... I don't have a problem with my pet. My pet is great now, thanks to uh, Dr. West over there. Nice going, Dr. West. You're the best. Well, with West. if you ever have problems with that animal hospital, uh, the best one up there will probably be Hollywood Animal Hospital. Okay, thank you. Okay, we have an open line. I'm not worried about my pet. I'm worried about me and my goddamn uh, thing here, my heat. Feel the heat. I'm feeling it. Not in the right place either. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir. First time, long time. All right. Marvin Gaye forever. He has smoother voice. Oh. And a wider range. I mean, he really had soul, man. I mean, he's just unbelievable. He, he, he was just so cool. Yeah. Uh, anti Jordan. Yeah. If he had not been allowed to. Travel, foul, and everything else, the rest, yeah. let him get away with. And doesn't it amaze you that there are adults, they're actually on this radio station, we have adults who really believe that he played minor league baseball for a year and a half because uh, he just felt like it. <laughs> that there was, there was nothing really there behind those gambling stories and all that yeah. other shady business with daddy getting killed. That uh, he just uh, decided to play minor league baseball in Sarasota. He played minor league baseball because the NBA forced him out for right. a year because they made, of the deal. That's what I keep hearing from very responsible sources, and the people on this radio station deny that because he's an icon, don't you understand? And there are too many billions of dollars of business at stake, so naturally you're not supposed to say that. Just, just, never, like, just like the pros and cons book, that's all made up because we have to worship these people because it's a sports station. He will never be as good a ba- uh, basketball player as Larry Bird. Oh, okay. Have a great day, pal. Now, now you're really getting carried away. Too much bad jungle juice for this guy. Too many Marvin Gaye records. We have an open line and date, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, I want to ask you, what have you been doing with your pet gerbils? Nah, nah, what have I been doing with my pet gerbils? I've been sticking them in your rectum. Enjoying it, sir? You liking it? Uh-huh. Good. Have a good time. Yeah, and notice, and this guy had an argyle sock over the phone, which is pretty interesting, pretty unique. Argyle so- socks went out with knickers, okay? With Pat Boone and his blue suede shoes. Just ask Carl Perkins. They went out uh, 40 years ago, pal. Here's a, a lady mobile in Miami. Hello. Good morning. Yes, ma'am. Carl Perkins is dead, you know. I do know that, yes. Okay, just recently died. And so is uh, Elvis Presley. Yeah. <laughs> and Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. How 
How did Tammy Terrell die? Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. Now, isn't, isn't Mary Wells dead, too? Yes. Now, one of them died of cancer, or maybe both. I don't know. But somebody yesterday said Kim Weston is still alive, so thank God for that. Speaking of a gay museum, I, in homage to you, I sat for two hours and watched the rerun of the A&E special on Tony Perkins. Oh, did you? You're the one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was like 45 minutes of material rehashed and reformed and uh -huh. cut up and, and yeah, unusual stuff. Weak. But the only they only mentioned uh, three gay people, one of, and one of course one of them did not have a name. Uh, one of them was just a well-known gay person who they showed in still photographs with his face blocked out. Oh, they didn't. They didn't mention Tab Hunter. They did mention Tab Hunter, but only at the end of the program in the context that he was one in one of the first movies that Perkins was in. Mm -hmm. But they did not mention him as a contact. I guess because he's still alive and he's through their butt. Right. And it's very much in the closet and in deep denial. Yeah, and it, it's uh, kind of deep. sad that Perkins had to go to that therapist who considered homosexuality a disease you could be cured right. from. Mm -hmm. I guess things have, uh, hopefully things have changed. I don't know. Uh, not for Tony, I guess. Not for Tony. Uh, you were talking about uh, the Panthers going on the ice and hoping that Peter Worrell would get into, a, get into a fight or the, the fans hoping that he would get into a fight. You can see better fights in the ECHL than you do in the NHL, I think. Oh, especially with Peter Worrell. I've never, see, I've never seen him in a good fight. No, did he all fight? He, all he does is grab guys. He grabs guys that come up to his waist, and they dance around like a couple of panda bears, and that's basically it. Was he in the minors? Peter Worrell? Yeah. Sure. Oh, which, which team? Well, I have no idea. I don't oh. know where he came from. Well, I, uh, I know they see, we see better fights in the junior matadors versus anybody else. We just got two. We got two dislocated shoulders and a bruised face this Saturday. Uh huh. You know, it's just pretty good. And uh, they're playing in the arena this Sunday, so that's going to be cool for me. I get to see my kids play on former NHL ice. Excellent. Uh, may I ask you for the ticket? Sure, hold on. Thank you. Okay, lady on uh, five gets the ticket and the parking pass. That'll clear out all these other lines. Well, she was very nice and she knew something about the game. 1057 at 560 QM. This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. <laughs> Any questions? Neutral sister is a neutral sister is a Gingrich sister doesn't kiss too many guys. Conservatives are like her kind of fun. Kind of Gingrich says she's proud. She's a gay lesbian. Every time he sees his sister, well, his mouth gets nude for blues. Well, rugby was her hobby, but now she likes the lobby, and he don't much like her views. Neutral sister is a nude sister is a Gingrich sister doesn't shave her legs or thighs, wear makeup over her eyes or date your son. Gingrich sister says she's proud, she's a gay lesbian. Well, she ain't like her big brother, the speaker of the house. Cause Gingrich little sister has never had a mister and she never met a trouser mouse. Nooch little sister is a... Nooch little sister is a... Gingrich sister doesn't kiss too many guys. Conservatives don't like her kind of fun. I'm actually a lesbian. All right. 
And this Gingrich says she's proud, she's a gay lesbian. Holy cow! I'd be dying if my daughter ever dated one. Oh, wait a minute, she married that Michael Jackson fella. And actually, when I think about it, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe a lesbian wouldn't be so bad. Can I smash macho, Elvis or Marvin Gaye? That's our poll question today. Nice facts from Anita in Miami, by the way, who loves the show and loves me. And uh, thank you, Anita. God, there actually are some nice people out there. How do you like that? She says you'd be amazed at how many perverse and diverse people out there in all kinds of walks of life listen to your show every day. I wouldn't be amazed, Anita. It's just that most of them have a life, and even though they may be listening, they don't have time to pick up the phone and call, like my doctor, Dr. Mark. Well, I was out of the office for a couple minutes wandering around my community. My sister moved to town from Italy last night after 20 years, so I'm introducing her to people. She moved here from Italy? Yes. Why did she? Why would anybody do that? Anne has a, um, a Ph.D. in languages and was teaching English at a state-supported school. She was teaching the teachers, but the, the economy in, in that part of the country has shifted somewhat, and uh, she found herself in an in. Well, what position. part of the country? We're in the Adri- Yeah, the Adriatic Coast. Oh. Right? Yeah, not not uh, the Naples and Salerno and all the rest of those places yeah. where everybody else knows about. We're on the other the other side, the Pugliese side. Pugliese. There are very mm-hmm. few Italians here from that uh, from that part of the country. Right. Well, that's great. We could use a few more Italians here. Yeah, she's she speaks French. She's got a kick out of every. every she's reading the want ads, and it says bilingual. She goes, "I speak three languages, but none of them are Spanish." Not the right one, no. <laughs> Not the right one here. So anyway, I called you this morning, and yeah. of course, you know, you notice how he calls me back on the air, not off the air, because quite frankly, Dr. Mark is a frustrated performer who had a radio show for about five minutes on FTL back in the old days, and really would like to have a radio show. No, not anymore. Yes, you would. I mean, I, I don't mind in, engaging in repartee on the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, what a handbone, baby. Mr. Handbone, yeah. I'm going to write a book, My Doctor the Handbone. So like anyway, I'm, I stopped taking the uh, grape seed. Let's do a little medical thing right All here right. on the air, okay? They're taking notes. The grape seed extract and the CoQ10 yesterday. And much to my amazement, this morning I got up and felt a lot better, although my uh, chin, my neck is still red. And coming to work, when I got to work, now my face is flushed again. This morning it wasn't, but now when I start doing a little bit of activity and start talking, etc., my face is flushed. Other than that, I feel a hell of a lot better today, but I still got that uh, hot skin. Well, in the wrong place. When you called yesterday morning, I was I was in with a patient, and the girls were too, so I picked up the phone myself and had the pleasure of your acquaintance on the right. phone. Anyway, um, you know, the problem with the herbs, what I call herbs and spices, is that they may work for given individuals, but they're very, very difficult to prove, you know, at the, at the level of proof that's really required, you know, shall we say medical legally. You're not going to know if it makes any difference till we all meet in heaven and we decide if you would have lived a little longer or a little, <laughs> <laughs> or a little less. Oh, God. That's how it works. I mean, yeah. the only, the only, the only herbal supplement that's ever been actually proven, and uh, is uh, uh, there's a there's a committee in Germany, part of their, their sort of Food and Drug Administration in Germany, called Committee E. Yeah. And Committee E takes extracts of um, valerian and. Uh, echinacea and ginkgo and and especially St. John's and they re- St. John's wort yeah yes. and they do real live clinical studies on those drugs which the FDA here has no intention of doing because the money's so spread across the uh, the uh, pharmacologics and the and the and the over the counter stuff anyway St. John's has been proven to work if you use enough, but it's the only one of all these herbs. But that, that's for like mental acuity, right? It's for, St. John's is actually a mild antidepressant. It, oh. it works very similar. It's it's in the category that's actually very similar to Prozac, 
But I think by the time you're done finding the right brand that actually gives you enough of the drug, it probably costs just as much as Prozac yeah. and has the same side effects as Prozac. But, so, but the bottom line is we have no proof that whatever this thing is with this flush in my face and my neck has got anything to do with the, those two things. Well, I'm going to give you, I'm gonna, as I started to tell you yesterday, the way to do it is by a process of elimination. Yeah. Now, now let me ask you a, a question. Yeah. Because we did the Lyme, uh, the uh, tick, the Lyme yes. uh, disease test, and yes. it was negative, right? Yes. Now, if, if if you had, let's say you got bitten by a, an exotic insect, like I suspect, I, I really don't think I did, but just in case, because I have that little wart on the back, of, not a St. John's one either, on the back of my neck that I showed <laughs> yeah. you, which yeah. looks like a little wart, nothing else. But at any rate, suppose you got bitten by, and, and they, there were like foreign bodies that invaded your uh, system as right. a result of it. Wouldn't yeah. that wouldn't that show up with like a highly with an elevated white uh, cell count? Not necessarily. Oh. Um, and in fact, that's that's a real important point that I wish more people realized. There's a there's a, um, a philosophical statement that says that absence of evidence is not the same as evidence of absence. Uh, you know, just, yeah. just because you don't find something doesn't mean it's not there. Like if you go looking for your keys and they're not where you think you left them, if you go back and look again, you might find them in the same place later on. Yeah. But as far as bug bites, what usually happens is. There's really very little foreign substance that gets stuck in your skin, and your skin gets rid of it real fast anyway, just like it usually moves splinters and other foreign bodies mm -hmm. out of itself, especially superficially. That little thing on the back of your neck could possibly be a bug bite, but I happen to think it was a coincidence that, that was, that's an ordinary skin tag that we mature adult mammals get that's on. A wart. Yeah, No, 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 not a wart, just a skin tag. A uh, and, skin and tag? Skin tag, T-A-G. Which is what? Well, you know, you you meet people around. I even have. Well, I have several of those. Yeah. Yeah. There, any 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 fold on your body after years and years and decades and decades of moving, it develops little irregularities on it, and I think mm -hmm. that's all that was. Yeah. Purely cosmetic. Right. And I think that that that, that you found that there after the bug bite may well have been a coincidence. I'm not. I can't. I'm not telling you. Well, that Well, first that was, of all, I didn't even know that I had a bug bite. All I know is that I saw a bug and somebody flicked it, and I thought, well, after after the long after the fact, that you start thinking. What could this possibly be from, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, that's one of those things, again, we'll never really have a solid answer for you. If I were to have found Lyme, I couldn't even have told you that you but, really had Lyme. But you don't feel it's unusual that you have this, this like, inflamed skin in the face and neck, and it feels like, and I can feel it, like, right now in my hands and have no fever, no temperature, and uh, that that's, you don't feel that's unusual? No, no, Neil, I don't. And, in fact, now that you're reminding me, I've actually been feeling that myself. Really? Week. Well, maybe I caught it from you when you came right down <laughs> No. Uh, first of all, um, the, last week, uh, I think the day before I saw you, I was out at the hospital. Something rather, let's just say disturbing and frustrating happened. And when I got back to the office, I was a couple minutes late, which I don't like being late. And, and my first patient, who's an old social acquaintance, said to me, geez, what's bugging you? And I said, oh, nothing really, nothing important. But they said, they said uh, your face, it's so red. And I realized, I looked in the mirror, and I go, what? You know, I'm saying the same thing you did. Huh. Now, for you, though... I've had this for like two or three weeks. Okay. Now, what I'm suggesting is yeah. get rid of those temporarily. Get rid of the supplements. Yeah. When you re when If you want to reintroduce them, which is I don't. fine... Well, I, have I don't. Okay. But if you wanted to... Yeah. So I'm not against them. No, I, I want to get rid of this. I don't care about the supplements. Right. I want to get rid of this uh, uh, hot uh, skin. Get rid of the supplements first. Step yeah. one. Step two, I'm just saying if you wanted to... Yeah. Introduce one for a week and then the other for a week, and then you can find out if one of them is the cause. Mm -hmm. A week may not even be long enough. 
I, I would just, you know, frankly, what you're telling me doesn't disturb me in the slightest. <laughs> you know how I am with you. I mean, <laughs> I'm glad the audience has an opportunity here on the radio <laughs> while my visits to Dr. Mark are like, okay, after we go through the whole thing, you don't need me. There's nothing wrong with you. Just relax. I'm not going to give you any antibiotics. No, nothing. You'll be fine. Well, Neil, the first, the very, very first thing I do when I walk into the room, whether it's a new patient or established patient, is begin immediately to determine how important the issue is. Yeah. Now, mind you, mine is a, is a role where I can kill people easily by giving them a drug that even somebody else might have done the same thing down the street. Right, like fentanyl. So, right, yeah, well, there's an example. Or, or penicillin to people who, who have a virus thing, and the next thing they know, they've, they've here's a word for you, they've exfoliated. Mm -hmm. You know what that is? No. They've peeled off the skin from their entire body and will spend the next month and $100,000 in the burn unit at Jackson. Great. It happens. Mm -hmm. It happens. And I'm not going to be the one it happens to because I, the first question I ask myself is, I'm going to give them something for comfort. Real life actually improved the symptoms. Yeah. Am I really going to be doing something for a patient that two weeks from now their body wouldn't have fixed by themselves without any damage whatsoever? No. Okay. And that's exactly it. Eighty percent of the time, people who can walk in... Give them some friendly advice, some reassurance. It's going to be okay. We don't need to do anything. Yeah. And you shouldn't do what you don't need to. And that's mm -hmm. part of the reason there's a friggin' health care crisis. Right. I okay. caught a few minutes of uh, Patch Adams at Mount Sinai yesterday afternoon, by the way. Great. Dress is great. Okay. Get, get the Next time I see you, I want that red rubber nose. Okay, man. <laughs> I'll keep it around for you. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank Bye. you. So what did he say? It's 11 after 11 at 560 QM. <laughs> hey, Neil. Fuck you. When she gets to the bottom, she goes back to the top of the stairs. Then she stops, then she turns, then she falls and who cares? When she gets to the bottom, she looks good again. Eleven seventeen at five sixty WTM. So that was a uh, very uh, I don't know. It took some good time. <laughs> that was a peculiar conversation with Doctor Mark. Did he tell me anything specifically that had to do with this uh, hot skin and my red neck and red uh, poison? No. Okay. I mean, generally we know what a redneck is caused by, right? Yeah. Not this uh, redneck. Well, it's just on like one side over here, and it's like, but hey, you don't want to hear about all this stuff. You just want to be entertained and have a few laughs and hear the Michael Jordan press conference coming up at noon, right? No. No chance. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Miami Lakes. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Speak to me. You can't talk to whoever's mumbling in the background. Going once. Going twice. Okay. What the hell was that? What was that? 
sounded like somebody handed a phone off to somebody else. Oh, somebody handed her the phone because somebody's too much of a pussy uh, to like talk to. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. We have an open line and date five six seven zero five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Kendall. Hello. Hey Neil, is your uh, Israeli pill doctor still practicing? I have no idea, and I don't want to know. Oh, maybe he can get you something for that. You yeah, know what? Um, no, check this out. I, I have a bottle of St. John's Wort right here. It says, Why are we talking about St. John's Wort? Nope. All I mentioned was herbal uh, stuff, and now we're talking about warts and palmetto bugs and no, saw, saw, saw palmetto bugs. Saw palmetto. No, but you got to hear what it says. Caution. Limit exposure to sun since skin might become photosensitive and sunburn easily after several days of usage. Who would want to take a uh, supplement and, you know, turn red? Um, you might try a banana boat uh, aloe vera gel. It's really good. It's banana like, boat aloe vera gel? Yeah, it, it'll soothe your, your skin until it goes away. I wanted to tell you a story well, about... What do you mean until it goes away? How do I know it's going to go away? Well, probably like that grapeseed extract or whatever. You that think guy, that might have done it? No, sure, sure. You know, I, I wouldn't take it anymore, like like your doctor said. Um, My doctor yeah. didn't say anything. Yeah. I, I, I had him on for 11 minutes. He didn't say anything. Yeah, I noticed that. I was on hold. Not a word. And I hope he isn't going to charge you for this. Uh, of this course stuff. he will. He's, uh, he's got the meter running. Why do you think he was on so long? He never took a breath. I hear you. Hey, VH1 did a story on Marvin Gaye about well, a couple of years ago, and uh, Tammy Terrell died on stage. She collapsed on stage. They stopped the concert. Are you serious? Oh, absolutely. Uh, she had a brain aneurysm. Are you sure? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she had a brain aneurysm, and she died. She was like 24 years old. Oh, my God. I know. It's terrible. She was sensational. You don't happen to have that uh, Marvin Gaye box set, do you? Yes, I do. It's great, isn't it? Yes, I do. Play more Marvin Gaye. Okay. Okay. Ooh, what a, what a talk-up. Did you hear that? That caller should have a show on uh, Waxy or something. Or, I mean, on uh, Magic. Oh, I'm Waxy. That was outstanding. We have two open lines in Dade, 5670560. Bill from Homestead, who's a good listener of ours, says, I'm thinking about saw palmetto, but not too much, Bill. You're absolutely right. That's what I was thinking about. Take a saw and get on the palmetto, okay, and chop your neck off, because from the neck down, I'm doing great. You know, maybe I shouldn't just talk about it. Maybe if I just stop thinking about it, huh? Stop concentrating on it, because it's obvious nobody out there has any idea what I'm talking about. Or if they do, they're certainly not going to do anything else. Like maybe one of our pharmaceutical people out there might stop by here with a whole bag of <laughs> tetracycline or something like that. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Uh, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. First time caller. Listen, I, uh, I've thought of a way where maybe you can use this to your advantage when you go to hockey games, you know? You can get those people, uh, start touching them and coughing on them, and then they will, uh... Yeah, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> that's a very good idea. In fact, I'm going to be at the game tonight, and I think I've got a real bad uh, puke coming on. Right. There you go. I feel What's like it? my stomach is not, not only that, but I think I have a little intestinal cramp without the M. Yeah. This, this might be the first game you can enjoy in peace and quiet. You Excellent know? suggestion, sir. God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. Have Thank a good you one. so much. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, all you people that want to sit around me there at the game in Section 101, I'm feeling a little crappy, okay? Literally so. Yeah. Could be a real uh, disgusting experience tonight, so you might want to find someplace else to watch the game. Like at home would be good. We have an open line in Broward and two in Dade. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. You notice how we went from like a tremendous euphoric uh, response there, and then Doctor Mark called, and that was pretty much the end of that. He called back, by the way, and said, "Your call, the call was comped." Oh, no kidding! If you had any idea how much I just sent him, what kind of a check I just sent him the other day, and not not that I'm complaining, he's always been very fair to me. But like I said, if you had any idea how much the check was I just sent, and still like I'm burning up here like uh, without the fever, 
see, I mean, he's a great guy, but the problem is I don't, I'm not looking for discussion. I'm not looking for repartee. I'm looking for some answers, like what is this? How long could it take? When will it possibly go away? What is the cause of it? Am I going to live beyond the weekend? Things like that. Just little minor things like that. That's all. Those are things that I would like to know. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five six. Oh, I'll tell you if you think it's bad on there now. Wait till we get close to noon. See, now I'm going to tell you. I could take the easy way out and say, well, you know, ordinarily we don't do this. Port, uh, the press conferences and especially sports stuff. This isn't a sports show. But because this is such a momentous event and it's Michael Jordan, we'll make an exception and just throw the thing on there. I could do that. Because as far as I'm concerned, that's the lazy way out. Yes. Just throwing on some stupid ass press conference. That's the lazy man's way out. Yes. Just to walk it away and throw in some dumbass press conference that you can barely hear on there and throwing that on the air for 20 minutes at a time and carrying three or four of those a day. Am I going to do it? No. Bet your sweet ass I'm not going to do it. You want to, if you're all bent out of shape about Michael Jordan retiring from basketball, which you've known for a hell of a long time was going to happen anyway, if that's the most important thing in your goddamn life, then I say uh, get a life is what I say. Find some other place to roost if that's uh, what, you, what cranks your chain. Get serious. Here's a lady in Dania. Hello. Hi. Yes, ma'am. Um, there are a couple of things that could give you a flush or a rash. Yes. Uh, niacin. But I don't take the, niacin. You don't take a one a day? No. Okay. And the other, have you had your hormones checked? My hormones? Yes. Like testosterone, estrogen, and so forth? No. Because when women get to a certain age, as you know, yes. we go through menopause and we get hot flashes uh -huh. and we get rashes. And I all think I'm having hot flashes. Is that it? Well, your heart, you could be a little lacking somewhere in one of your hearts. I'm lacking somewhere, but I don't want to tell you where. Hormones, no. no. Yeah. Uh, another thing I wanted to say to you, my husband had a PSA test uh, for his prostate. Yes. And it was way over four, and I put him on palmetto, which he really didn't want. Yeah. After a couple of months, it dropped to 317. How do you like that? Well, there is something to these herbs, but you have to go to a doctor that knows about them. Right. But I would have your hormones checked just to see My if... hormones checked? Yes, absolutely. They can check your hormones to see if there's something there that's causing that. My hormones is causing my face and my neck to be flushed? Possibly. Because the only other thing I can think of would be niacin, and you don't take... Oh, I don't take that, because I, I know I, years ago I took it just to see what it was like, and boy, instant, immediate. But that doesn't last. This, this lasts. It waxes and wanes, as some doctors would say. Yeah, well, it wanes in Spain. It's just a simple blood test to check it out. Yeah. It wouldn't hurt. Okay. It might help. Okay, thanks. I hope. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Well, at least she's being helpful, okay? In fact, I got more information from her in 30 seconds there than I did. Uh, well, we have an open line at day one. At Bra I mean, it was a great conversation. He's a friendly, personable guy, and we had a real good 10 or 11-minute conversation. Complimentary, no lie, you know, and uh, that's great. But did I learn anything that has to do with this? Uh, no. No. Nothing. Zero. No. Not that I want to be a hard ass or uh, be a prick about it, but that or anything uh, constructive whatsoever. No. No. I've already put the other stuff. I put it in the cupboard, the others. And expensive, too, by the way. That CoQ10 and that uh, grapeseed. Expensive as hell. It's another way for the pharmaceutical people and whoever else is making this stuff to make a fast buck. That's what it's all about. And that's why people like this uh, Balch guy writing all these books, and 90% of the book is recommending you take this supplement. By the time you get through taking all those supplements, you don't even have time to leave the house. They said maybe run over to the health food store and buy more of them. Maniacs. We have an open line in day 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Oh, that was the rejoin? Well, excuse me. I mean, uh, we're always coming up with new and exciting different things here. Nobody bothers telling us these things, but, uh, you know, what do we care? So I guess we'll just get rid of this thing I was going to do. Okay. 
One moment, please. Well, hey, listen, you know, are we supposed to know? We don't have any communication from our program director because he's busy running around with a briefcase. We have an open line of date. It wouldn't it be interesting if we knew what was in that briefcase, huh? Uh-huh. Open line of date, 5670560 and Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a fact that says, I love watching that son of a bitch, Bob Barr squirm. All hypocrites will be exposed. Oh! Well, you notice, and by the way, we've had a couple of calls this morning already early on. These right-wingers are getting real agitated now. You'll notice that over the next several weeks and months, they're going to be getting really uh, squirmy and lashing out because uh, they're psychotic. Because now the shoe is on the other foot, and it's way inside their rectum. That's right, along with the gerbils. It's way in their, in their rectum, like I said. So that's the way it goes for all you Jeb Bush lookers out there. It's just uh, the way it goes, man. I'm sorry, but what goes around comes around. And now the shoe's on the other foot, and now everybody that's busy pointing the finger, they're saying, hey, guess what? You're a bunch of hypocrites and adulterers and whoremongers and et cetera and so on. I've got all these illegitimate kids. And by the way, the reason we never ran with that story about Clinton's illegitimate kid, because as they mentioned last night, it was a totally bogus story, and everybody's busy retracting, et cetera and so on. He never had any illegitimate kid, and the whole thing was a hoax. And that, by the way, is for the benefit of that redneck who called from Fort Myers yesterday, by the way. Sorry, but the news must travel a little bit slow over there on the west coast of Florida. No illegitimate kids. Sorry about that. You lose again. Here's a fact from Carolyn who says, I won and used your Dolphin tickets for the Buffalo game. I forgot to tell you, your seats have no one in front of you who can disturb them at the Dolphin games. They're in the first club seats row, and the regular seats are below. And uh, when they stand, you can stay seated. You don't have to see them. That was a Thanks again, says Carolyn. You're welcome, Carolyn. God bless you, sweetheart. So if I were going to the Dolphin games, which if there were any more this season, I might, but I, don't, I doubt it, I'd have great seats. That's okay. It's going to be a real interesting test at the Toronto Maple Leaf Panthers game tonight at the uh, Mac Arena. That's going to be a real interesting test of the people who sit around me in 101. Because I'm already a little hot under the collar, if you pardon that expression. So be on your goddamn best behavior or uh, it could be an ugly scene. In fact, Ty Domi will be in the stands and sitting very close to me, not playing in the game. Here's Miami. Hello. Am I on the wrong line? Hello, yeah. No, I'm not. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Yeah, who do you think we're going to get for uh, Pavel Bore from Vancouver? I beg your pardon? Who, who do you think we should trade for him? Rob Niedermeyer and Ed Jovanovsky sounds good to me. Let's do a mobile in Miami. Hello? Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, can I can talk about uh, Clinton. Yes? Uh, I, I was watching Corolla last night, and they had a couple of attorneys on there, and I can't remember the guy's name with the little mustache. He kind of looks like Adolf Hitler. But he, all he was talking about was obstruction of justice. You, you don't mean that Gins, the guy with the Ben Ginsburg guy with the red uh, red no, post? No, it wasn't. He's Ginsburg. always on MSNBC. He's a real Nazi in the hiding man. That guy. They had the cowboy, the cowboy guy who was pretty good, and I can't remember his name. Another, another guy that was on a lot. The with cowboy guy from uh, Colorado or Utah, whatever yeah, his name. What's his name, George? Jerry Spence. Thank you, Joe. Jerry, Jerry Spence. Spence, right? Josh. But anyway, the other oh, guy thank you, talked Josh. about obstruction. I should know Joe would know Jerry Spence. Doesn't there have to be a crime involved when there's obstruction of justice? First of all, they don't have any proof that he obstructed justice anyway. Okay, she, I, I, she, she's already said that he didn't. They didn't ask her to lie or okay. et cetera and so on. They never but, promised her a job. So there, there is no evidence right, of any obstruction of justice. Okay, and all of this that they're inferring about, well, he said this to Betty Curry and so on. Right. He was planting the seed. There, there's no evidence that he obstructed justice. But, but the thing is, I mean, all you keep hearing from the Republicans is it has nothing to do about sex. Well, I mean, bottom line, let's say if he obstructed or he tried to conceal the fact that he did have sex with Monica. Yeah. And, and then he lied about like everybody sex else, with yeah. Monica. Okay, if it's not about sex, then there's nothing that's done. Right. That, mean, that's, right. That, that's all there is. There are two people trying to uh, hide an extramarital affair, and that's it, period. I mean, if he had, murdered, 
if he had murdered somebody, they wouldn't be talking about the, the fact. If that he would have lied killed. about, you know, like I said yesterday, if he would have lied about diverting funds to the Contras, uh, in direct, uh, you know, contradiction of an order of the Congress, or doing anything else uh, having to do with the affairs of the government, then it would definitely be an impeachable offense. Absolutely. And have a great day. I mean, it's, it's, it's nothing complicated anymore, okay? And these, these right-wingers now are, are contradicting themselves. Oh, the House didn't need witnesses, but the Senate does need witnesses. And in the meantime, they're dropping like, like flies, one after another. And Larry Flint says he's got eight more all-right-wing conservative Republicans, and they're all going down, is what he said last night. He said before he topples out of that wheelchair one last time, they're all going down. That's exactly what he said, isn't it? Uh -huh. Larry, thank you. Open line in Dade County, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. By the way, speaking of ludicrous crap going on in this country, as if we don't have enough lawyers making enough money already, you see the story now about um, sexual harassment in the schoolyard? You see that? Oh, you haven't seen that? I've heard other stories. Supreme Court justice is hearing a sexual harassment case that could affect schools nationwide. Question Tuesday how to draw the line between children's playground taunts and something more sinister. I mean, uh, Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, even that bitch, said little boys tease little girls. Is every one of these incidents going to lead to a lawsuit? And I guess the answer would be yes. if the people are behind all, if all these lawyers had their way. In considering a case involving a fifth-grade boy in Georgia who groped a classmate and made crude remarks, the justices may, uh, must decide whether schools are to blame if educators willfully ignore and do not stop boorish conduct between students. Sh sexual harassment. The girl and her mother say they complained repeatedly to school officials in Monroe County, Georgia, in this one case that a classmate known in court papers as GF had grabbed LaShonda, that's her daughter, LaShonda Davis's breast and crotch, simulated a sex act and made threatening remarks. Well, there you go. That sounds like sexual harassment to me. That sounds like uh, almost assault, right? But does that mean that, if, you know, if somebody talks about somebody else in class because you don't like the way she looks or something like that and says, that's fucking bitch, or something like that, is everybody and their brother going to be having a sexual harassment suit now yes. so all the lawyers can make a lot of money? Yes. Thank you. Okay, here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah. Listen, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for saving my life. Okay? Uh, I heard a couple of so you talk about Atkins, and ever since I got on Atkins, my numbers have come crashing down, weight down, everything, respiration, the whole works. Oh, great. But as far as the supplements are concerned, there's no question that you're going to get a reaction, uh, especially with stuff like saw palmetto. And I, I haven't taken saw palmetto. Well, even the great seeds probably were doing it. The CoQ10, absolutely nothing to worry about. I take 200 milligrams of that a day. That's the most wonderful thing you can take for your heart. It's uh, Known to be uh, beneficial to the heart. It's expensive it as hell, I'll tell you that. Yeah, very expensive, uh, but uh, don't worry about that one. But some of these others uh, that are a little more like the great feet and the salt palmetto, stuff like that, I had reaction for two, three, four weeks. Really? Yeah, I did. What kind of reaction? Well, uh, on the salt palmetto, I got like a pain in the underside, like the tricep of my rectum. Yeah. Like my tricep of my left arm. Uh, it lasted for about two or three weeks, and it was kind of mild, but I just knew there was something there. Uh, I didn't stop taking it, and now, of course, it's been a year now, and uh, my PSA has come down, and uh, there's definitely a benefit from it. Uh, there's nothing to worry about. These things, you know, when you're going after the bugs in your system and you're frying them bugs, uh, you know, they don't like it, and they're going to... Maybe that, maybe that's what I'm doing. I'm frying them bugs. In fact, maybe it'd be good for lunch. I think they're okay in the Atkins. Right, but, I mean, any time you take an antioxidant of any kind, you go after them bugs, they're not going to like it. They're going to react. Yeah. To get it done, uh, you're, it's smooth sailing there. 
Okay, so maybe I ought to keep taking it then. I think you ought to keep taking it. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's a little flush here and there. And gonna it's not a little flush. It's a, it's, a, it's a constant. It's not a little flush. It's constant. Well, this was constant, too, and I, yeah. I didn't know what the hell it was. And my doctor It's a constant it. flush. It's like a stuck toilet, <laughs> only it's from my neck up. Well, my doctor didn't have a clue. I feel like I had my neck, my head stuck in the toilet. All right, well, my doctor didn't have a clue, but he didn't have a clue about Atkins either. And then when my numbers came crashing down, he says, I want to write it up. He says, this is, uh, How do you like that? Well, at least you were teaching your doctor something just like I did. Okay, good luck, pal. Keep it up. We have an open line in day one in Florida. Are we learning anything about my uh, flush here today? No. No, but we're killing some good time. 22 till noon in that Michael Jordan press conference, which we will not hear on QAM. Oh, I'm sure that that will get some press from Barry Jackass. The sports station doesn't carry Michael Jordan's press conference because it came in the middle of that fag Neil Rogers show. Too effing bad, okay, Barry? Blow it out your ass, you little fat pudwhacking jackass. Michael Jordan retires from basketball, and the whole world must come to an end. Maybe that's why the stock market's going down. Maybe it's got nothing to do with Brazil. Maybe it's because of Michael Jordan. And look at that. The Nasdaq, what a comeback we're making here all of a sudden. What the hell's going on while I'm not paying any attention? Look at that. The Dow's down 170, but the Nasdaq's only down 15. You know, I'm sick and tired of you people with your tech stocks making all the money, and I'm jealous, and I admit it. The Dow is like all over the place, but the Nasdaq just keeps going up and up and Amazon.com and Broadcast.com and Com.com and all this other stuff, up 30 points, up 60 points. These people, they're not even listening now. They're all retired. They're all living on some island they bought with the money from these tech stocks. They got tech stocks. I got Drex stocks. 21 before noon at 560 WQAM. And by the way, I do want to congratulate Ray Perry on the fantastic job he's done in getting us this new copy. It's only almost a week later since after we had our initial conversation and now a day after we had our last uh, conversation yesterday morning. And do I have a new copy for most of the accounts that I needed for? No. For none of them, as a matter of fact. Nice going, sales department, as you continue setting new lows and servicing your accounts. Love you, baby. Oh, my God, I feel so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Play with my balls. Play with my balls. Oh, that feels so good. Yeah, just roll them around. Oh, my God. I love it with you. Uh-oh, slow down. Don't move. I'll go get you a towel. It's 1144 at 560 WQM. Hank is off today. We've got Mandage from 2 to 430. Bo Camper, 430 to 6. The Boogster, 6 to 7. Pre-game show at 7 o'clock. The Maple Leaves and the Panthers, 730 tonight. Oh! And actually, the pressure is off when you come right down to it for Leafs after pulling that one out again. Last week, they're trailing in Toronto, 3-0 in the first period of Tampa Bay and win the game 5-4. to Last night, 3-1 to again after one period of ta- in Tampa. And I thought, here we go again. And still pull out 4-3. to oh! Thank you, Matt Sundin and Mike Johnson. Tell you one thing, regardless of how the game comes out tonight, the Leafs at least are an exciting team to watch. There's something, there's actually something going on there as opposed to some of the coma stuff we see occasionally here. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. So Bill and Homestead again faxes and says, also depending on the brand of supplements you buy, they add other items to the supplement. Some grapes, grapeseed extract I bought had bioflavonoids and vitamin C in the capsules, which caused me to break out in a rash. The best thing for skin rash, he says, is cortisone cream. So Bill and Homestead, at least he's trying to help me out. In fact, he's given me more information in these two brief faxes than some people gave me in 10 minutes on the air, not to mention any names, Dr. Mark. Oh, so maybe Dr. Mark would like to be in that movie with Robin Williams, okay? I told you I'm getting sick and tired of Dr. Williams. I can see Dr. Mark with a red nose on, can't you? Kind of interesting. He looks uh-huh. cute with a little red nose on. He's a good guy, but he didn't tell me anything. Here's a mo- mobile in Miami. Hello. 
Neil Guy. Yes, sir. Um, are you taking uh, those with uh, meal? You got something in your belly, and I just throwing the supplements down on an empty belly. Are I you? have, I have taken them on an empty uh, stomach. Yes. Well, that happens to me too, and it makes my whole neck and all. It looks like uh, I don't know what it looks like. It really? looks like a red blotchy thing. Yeah. So how long does it last? Uh, you know, a couple hours, and then it. No, this away. is a couple of weeks. <laughs> That's a bad thing. You might want to back off. One thing that does it to me, too, is B vitamins. I'm real sensitive to all the B complex. B stuff vitamins, like yeah. Like yeah. when I get a B bite. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But uh, my dad's uh, and really uh, pollinating like the right-wing Republicans. They're pollinating, hopping from one to another. Something like that. Mm -hmm. um, wanted to thank you for uh, uh, one thing and, and condemn you for another. Thanks for turning me on to Bob and Tom. I can pick them up when I'm up in Coral Springs when yes, I get sir. up in the morning. They're great. But I uh, heard you talking about Rick Riley and made the bad mistake of switching over there. And, uh, well, you and got the cure real fast, just like I did. After well, I heard, after I heard about the first half hour of stock market talk, I got the cure. Yeah, you know, in memory and retrospect, you know, you're sitting here thinking, "Wow, Rick was good." Uh, and so, it's, you know, it's great. And I turn it over there, and there's uh, two words for you: Gilbert. And, oh yeah, that, that's another thing. You combine the stock market with, <laughs> and it's like instant suicide on a radio. It's like Rick is uh, self-destructing, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I need help. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, thanks. Dave. Have a great day, pal. Thank you. you. So there's a guy, he gets a flush, like, for a couple of hours. I wouldn't mind flushing it for a couple of hours, but this is just, I mean, why are you making a big deal out of this? Because I feel like it, because I'm hoping that maybe somebody out there might get an answer from, as opposed to, okay, we have an open line at Dayton 1 in Broward, 5670560, and pound 560 on the 8. See, I, I got off on that thing about the, the supplements, and I'm very leery about whether that has anything to do with this or not, but now that makes for a very convenient conversation about a whole bunch of other bull crap, which probably has nothing to do with this. You see what I'm saying? including a bunch of stuff like saw palmetto, which I'm not even taking saw palmetto. And the last thing, I, if I go on the palmetto, I'm probably going to Nick Cigars, okay? Or maybe coming home from the airport, from MIA. But other than that, here's Pompano. Hello. Pompano. Oh, yes, sir. A couple questions for you. Real quick, going to the first hockey game tonight, the Macarena. Oh, yeah. Come by and say hi to you. What section are you in? 101. Okay, can I send a message to I'll my friend Jeff? I'll be there with Jeff? my Maple Leaf jacket on. Yes, sir. Can I send a message? I'm listening. Jeff, you're a douchebag. Okay. Thanks. Maybe he's related to Alan Dushowitz. We have an open line at Dayton, one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. We got 450,000 very important topics to go in here today. We're going to solve the problems of the world before this show is out. Oh! Make no mistake about it. Just ask me, I'll tell you. And then on Monday, George is going to solve all the problems of the uh, dark-complected folks in America, whatever we're calling them on Monday. Well, I don't know what he's going to be calling them because I'm not going to be here, but you call them black people. There you go. Very simple. That's very nice. That's very respectful as opposed to hyphenated this and the hyphenated that and a lot of other pejorative things which we don't want to be using too much. Two open lines in Dade County, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Ten minutes away from the Michael Jordan press conference, 11 and a half minutes to be exact. Any interest on this part? No. no not on this end. George, want to hear it? No. No. Do I want to hear it? No. No. That, I guess, takes care of that. Here's a lady in Kendall. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Uh, number one, I'm going to vote for Larry Flint. And number two is, I don't know why you're taking grapeseed. Um, I took it for um, bruising. Okay. For bruising? Well, I did have a bruise a while there, but <laughs> no, I, I went away without any grape. No, I am serious. Oh. I went away without any grapeseed. That was a long time ago. But I was, I mean, bruised, you know, I bruised very easy. Right. Okay, so I, I took it for about a year. It didn't do a thing for me. Yes. Now, I took, uh, one time I had a problem with my knee. Yeah. They gave me a shot of cortisone, and they didn't tell me I was going to be all flushed the next day. So yeah. Next morning I woke up, I was 
flushed. I mean, I got so scared. Said, really? What's wrong with me? My whole face was so red. It was huh. unbelievable. And that lasted for about four days. Really? And then, and of course, I've been taking this stuff, you know, like day after day. Yesterday is the first day I stopped taking it, and I do feel a hell of a lot better today, but I still got the flush. So it may take a few days for it to get out of my system, I would imagine. I would. Fact, I, would. I, would I would have liked if Dr. Mark would have told me that, but yeah. he didn't tell me that. I much say, anything else. stop taking everything, and then, you know, like he said, he was telling you the truth, though. Stop taking it, and then see what happens. Yeah. It might take a few days to get out of your system, or a week, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to go back on it, go grab well, it. I don't want to go oh, back on it. Good, don't what, go what on it. What do I want to go back on it for? I don't know. I mean, I you know, know. It's another one of these books that's peddling. Believe me, oh. I know all about this health food business, and I do take my fish oil capsules every day, which is great if you got a little arthritis or whatever. It's better than taking Tylenol, which will kill you. And, uh, you know, so there's some things I take every day, vitamin E a little bit. But, but, but taking all this other exotic stuff, uh, well, who needs it? For what? I'm with you. I don't take anything, but because uh, I eat well, I do my exercise, I eat right, and uh, so I don't no, see no need to take in a lot of vitamins. Uh, I do take vitamin C and vitamin E, that's it. Okay, another thing. Can I ask you one thing? Sure. Okay. Uh, we're going to, the family's going to see Discover Stars on Ice, February 14th. I have You're never... you see what? Stars on Ice. Doris on Ice? Stars. Oh, st Stars. Stars? Yeah. Stars on Stars Ice. Stars on Ice, yeah. Okay. Discover Stars on Ice on February 14th at the arena. Okay? I at have, the Mac Arena? Yes. I have never been there. Mm -hmm. I have no idea about the seating. I want to go get tickets, okay? And I don't know what seats I would ask for. Can you give me some help? Well, just tell them you want them close to a center ice. I would imagine. I would assume you want to sit near center ice for yeah. a... Uh... Not too far down because it's very cold, I understand. Is it's it... that's cold. You have to bundle up, you know, wear a parka and... Uh... Really? No. No. <laughs> just, a, just a sweater, something. Okay. So where would you say center? I... Yeah, as uh, close as possible, and maybe like a few rows, uh, maybe 10, 15 rows up. Oh, very good. If possible. Okay. One more question. Thank you so much for that. One more question. Do you know uh, um, no. Jack Cole? Jack Cole? Cole. No, I don't. You don't know him? No. No. He's on after Randy Rose? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't listen to that station. Thank oh. God. No. Okay, hon. Have a good day. And you too. Take care. God forbid I should know Jack Cole. We have all the daylines are wide open all of a sudden because it's getting close to noon now. Of course, all the people in Dade, they're getting ready for Michael Jordan's uh, retirement announcement. I'll give you a play-by-play -play right here, okay? In fact, maybe we'll do our own, uh, huh? Maybe we'll do our own retirement announcement for uh, Michael Jordan. Coming oh, that's not it. Hey, that's not it. That's the wrong one. Sorry. There's been a major setback today for the NBA lockout. Player representative, Shufro Abdul Kingfish. Oh, well, love. Uh, a player four. If blow up, maybe blow up G. Are you sure? Yeah, he's positive. So there's a little preview, okay, of what you're going to miss. It, uh, you know, Michael Jordan, he's very articulate, and he's got a nice bald head and a big earring and that left ear, of course. Dade County, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a lady in plantation. Hello. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Yeah, hi. Um, I have a question. You always talk about your blood pressure, diabetes. Do you have high blood pressure? Yes. Do you take medication for it? Uh-huh. What do you take for it? Boy, this is going to get really ponderous for the audience. I take um, low tension and I take Adelat. You take Adelat? Mm-hmm. Adelat almost killed me a year and a half ago. Really? I used to get flushes. Like you, that's a calcium channel blocker. But I've been taking it for a long time. It doesn't matter. I, I took it for weeks and weeks, and it didn't bother me yeah. right away. Okay, it could happen at any time. What it does? Are you is serious? It, I'm serious, and I and I cannot take it. I cannot take any calcium channel blocker. They put me on three or four different ones, 
And once but why I, would you take it for a while and have no problem, then all of a sudden it would start having a... Uh, I don't know. It just does. Huh. It just does. And Adelaide is the one that really got me sick. I took, like, I forgot the middle dosage, 60, 120. I forgot what it was. I take the CC. It's like time release. In other words, right, it's, it's time release, and it lasts all day. Right. And what happens is I was so bad that I would get flushes that I couldn't walk outside. If I was in the house, it wasn't that bad. But as soon as I walked out the door, the, the heat... And my my face would like burn up. I felt like. How do you like that? I felt like my face was on fire. I think you just saved my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. That's how I feel. I don't have a fever, but I feel like my face and neck and my neck. You can and see your it head. head. I, I couldn't even put my head on the pillow because it felt like the heat was coming out of my how head. How do you like that? Is that what you feel? Yes. Well, then ask your doctor about it. Because well, my doctor is. You know, my doctor's doing a uh, Italian tap dance here on the phone a little while ago. And I'm just talking to my doctor because my insurance company they switched me to like six or seven different medicines. Yeah. And now they're telling me they're not going to pay for my medication anymore. And I just called them yesterday. I said I have been on so many. But, different but let me ask you this: Can you? I mean, they always tell you don't stop any medication like suddenly. Right. Can, well, you, can you just stop it cold turkey? Well, I wouldn't. No, I would go on a different. I, well, I would. I had to. I had to. I had to stop it. It happened to me really bad on a Saturday. I called my doctor. She said, don't take it. Come in on Monday, and I did, and then they switched me on a different kind of blood pressure. And, and how long before the... Uh... Oh, it went away, like, because what happened... How, but in how long a period of time? Oh, it went right away the next day. Really? Because when you take it, you're taking it every day, and it's time released, and, right. it, and it lasts over and the whole day. And it's all goddamn day long, right? Right, and you can't get it out. Are so. you listening, doctor? Yes. Anyway, that was my experience. So well, thank I, you so much. God bless you, sweetheart. Okay. Thanks a million. Okay. There you go. See, I knew that if I just kept banging on this thing long enough without having to spend hundreds of dollars to go and sit around and, uh, you know, get a stethoscope under my neck, that uh, maybe somebody out there might actually address what's going on here. How do you like that? Without the grape seed and the grapefruit seed and the pumpkin seed and this, all this other bull crap, all this other hocus pocus, because everybody in this country is brainwashed with all these ancient Chinese secrets which maybe some of them, with uh, the uh, uh, Bilboa, uh, what's that one? That Ginkgo uh, Plinko, isn't that from uh, The Price is Right, that Plinko thing? I think that's what that is. Uh-huh. Where you, shove, you take the pill and you drop it down your throat and it kind of bounces around from one organ to another. It's the Plinko herb. So there you go. Thank God for maybe a lady here just uh, who knows what. So now what do I do? All the date lines are open, by the way. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. I guess we'll have to be playing music once that press conference comes on, especially in Dade County. Hey, and again, here's another example. Thanks again to the WQAM sales staff, by the way, for absolutely refusing to care and getting us anything that makes any sense or anything newer than stuff two three months ago. Nice job, Ray Perry. You talk a good game. You're a real nice guy. But boy, this is depressing. Mr. Speaker, Mr. Vice President, members of the 105th Congress, distinguished guests. My fellow Americans, I have an incomprehensibly large tool. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nelson Bradley presents the hilarious new board game that'll have you laugh until you poop. Colostomy. Colostomy's the game, and that's no bull. It's all fun and games until the bag gets full. Colostomy. Roll the dice and move ahead. Three spaces. Ooh, you get creamed corn. Oh, no. But watch out. Brand muffin. Oh, you spilled my colostomy bag. <laughs> colostomy. Laugh until your colon hurts. It'll send you home with the Hershey's first. Colostomy. Ew, from Milton and Bradley. 
560, WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. We got Jim Mandich at 2, Kim Bobo Camper at 430. They'll be sitting in for Hank. 6 to 7, we got the Boosters. 7 o'clock pregame. 7.30 tonight, the Toronto Maple Leafs. Hot as a pistol. 50 points on the board there, baby. And the Florida Panthers. Oh! 7.35 tonight. By the way, Bob Lincoln faxes me this. Nearly, I don't mention on the air what Bob faxes because for obvious reasons. But nevertheless... This is a hell of a deal for all you. You know, people are always saying, well, you know, you're making all that money. You go to Europe four or five times a year, which is true. And we can't afford to go there. Well, you know, there are deals. I mean, this is Miami or Orlando to Amsterdam. Round trip as low as 338 bucks. Miami daily except Monday. Orlando, Monday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. This departs January 8th, which has already started now, through uh, August 25th, 1999. Purchase these tickets no later than January 23rd. So you still have like 10 days. Oh, by the way, thanks to my buddy at the passport office, by the way. Oh! You're the best, pal. Thank you so much. Got my new passport. I'm ready to rock and roll now. But anyway, this is a, that's a hell of a deal. And also to Europe, it's got a whole series of cities here, including Rome and uh, Nice and Paris uh, through uh, Amsterdam. Round trip as low as 298 bucks. Purchase no later than January 23rd. So you might want to call up your travel agent or Bob Lincoln. Or one of, I gave his number on the air before, and it was disconnected. Remember, so I'm not going to give that number again because it's disappointing. Or just call Martin Air, 1-800-627-8462. 1-800-627-8462. If you'd like to go to Amsterdam or Berlin or Brussels or Copenhagen or uh, Madrid or Barcelona, Barcelona, Munich, Nice, Hamburg, Helsinki. That's a pretty neat place, Helsinki. I bet you not too many of you people have been in Finland, huh? No. I have. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> no, it was a pretty interesting place, uh, Helsinki. It was okay. I wouldn't want to be there right now, quite frankly, at this time of the year, necessarily. Oh, and look at this. Now, is it, oh, they're showing highlights. Uh, here's the games that Michael, uh, we've seen 80 million of these the last 24 hours. Games that Michael won. There's the shot. It's good. They win. All right. Yeah. And now what? What do we do now? Well, we celebrate. And his head is still bald. And he's, uh, yeah, he's great, but uh, he's, he's retiring. I wonder the day that I retire, they're going to have like a big uh, Simmons like this on uh, even local TV like no. that? No, of course not. It'll just, there'll just be a headline in the Herald saying, thank God. Here's a mobile in Davy. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, what's wrong with George? He's cranky today. Well, he's, uh, you know. He picks the phone, you ride a show. Yeah, yeah, I haven't talked to you the whole time. Puts me a hole just like that's that. Normal. Yeah, hey, that's just the way he is. He's, uh, you know, irritable. Hey, listen. He hasn't eaten yet. He's cranky. What's going on with Phil Henry? Is he still out there in, in um, California? Uh-huh. Yeah. Where is he at? In L.A. But what station? KFI. They mentioned him this morning on uh, this other radio show. I'm not going to mention the name. But Are you sure? Why not? I, uh, well, Howard Stern Show. Yeah. They mentioned Phil Henry? Yep. And what did they say? The guy said, uh, some guy out in... Um... What do you mean a caller mentioned him? Uh, no. Somebody... It wasn't a caller. It was somebody that Howard knew. And he said, you know, have you heard Phil Henry? And Howard said, yeah, I've heard of him. And he's a great talent. He says, well, I'm waiting for a tape. I want to hear him. Mm-hmm. Didn't down him or anything, so he never mentions you, though. Oh, he has, yeah. He, he, he has, has ripped me. You've been on here as long as he has. Every, every now and then, he'll either rip me or he'll pretend he doesn't know who I am intermittently, you know, because he can't say asshole on here. Howard's got a real hand asshole, asshole, on me. Asshole, asshole, asshole. No, he can't say it. No, I know, but the thing bothers me is he says, oh, I've been on the radio the longest. You've been on the air just as long as he has. I, I got news for you. Don Imus was on the air before Howard was an infant, okay? Just look at Imus. You can tell, you know. Lizard. Okay, have a great day. That's excellent. Lizard is exactly what I think. Like dead lizard when you see Imus in that jacket. But he's making it, he's wrecking in the big bucks more popular than ever, which goes to show you. Just start uh, sitting there and mumbling a lot. I'm going to try that. What do you think about that uh, Adelaide stuff? What do you think that's you? No, your head isn't in your chest deep enough. Oh, I'm going to, yeah, like this. Down like that. And then every now and then, the, the only movement he'll ever make usually is like he'll reach over and adjust them because they got the same kind of mic stand that we've got. 
and that's where the similarity in the equipment ends, by the way. But other than that, he'll, he'll like, reach over and, like, push it, and, and that's basically it. And then when they do the break, you like the way he does that? Instead of going like this for the commercial break, he, like, you know, like, like this, like a big flourish, you know, like, and that's a lot of animation for Imus. At, at the age of 110, that's not bad. I hope that when I get to be 110, I can go like uh, that. I'll bring a kerchief in for you so you can get the look down. Yeah, you got to get the kerchief and the leather jacket and look hunched up like this and look like you're uh, on your last leg, you know. But he's making all the money in the world, and his show really blows. Uh, they're still making a big set. They've got all the reporters, and they got all the camera crews. they got thousands and thousands of camera crews there. they got everybody and their brothers. Like, this is an event that's really one of the most important things in the history of the human race, right? Oh, man. Yeah, Michael Jordan be retiring, okay? And I'm sure that, what's his name, little uh, Pudwhacker over there at the Herald right now. So, it's not good enough for... And he, wait till he be starting to speak, okay? Don't be putting all the foreplay on there. Wait till Michael gets up there and says, uh, oh, man. Or whatever he's going to say, and then we'll put it on for about two seconds. Barry Jackass, I'm sure, is just livid. He's probably as red in the puss as I am. So I think that lady just now uh, may have saved my life. How come my doctor didn't talk anything about that, about prescription medications, which are obviously much, much more powerful and much more reactive uh, than, you know, herbal stuff in most cases, right? There are tremendous numbers of people that develop uh, allergic reactions to prescription drugs. And maybe, like she said, after a while, I've been taking it for quite a while, but maybe just all of a sudden my body said uh, no. no more. Huh? That could be it. Makes more sense than anything else I've heard the last 10 days. We have an open line at date one in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Hallandale. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Real quick question for you. If you were to lie in front of a trial in Germany, wouldn't you, wouldn't you, wouldn't, wouldn't you be brought up on three charges and have to do time? In a criminal trial, possibly. He could yeah. still be brought up in a, a trial after he leaves office. Why is everybody making fun? I think this is a serious issue. This sir, is sir, sir, let me say it again. The, 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 the founding fathers established very stringent regulations and very, very limited availability to remove an elected president from office, thank God, okay? Not just on the whim or not just based on a partisan politics or based on maybe, uh, you know, uh, jaywalking or whatever it might be. That, that's what it's all about. And you, they've said this over and over and over again a million times. If they want to bring charges against him after he leaves office, which you know there's no way in the world they would do, but if they want to do they can do that. And the, the notion that he, that he should have been forced to testify in that civil uh, suit with the Paula Jones thing in the first place was ludicrous, and the notion that his attorneys allowed him to testify in front of the grand jury was even more ridiculous, which is why he's in the pickle that he's in right now. If they would have settled the goddamn Paula Jones thing right out of the box, which they finally wound up paying her damn near a million bucks the other day anyway, if they would have done that in the beginning, we wouldn't have had any of this crap. But we did, and uh, we are, and we will continue. Which, if nothing else good comes out of it, at least we're uh, unmasking all these good right-wing hypocrites and finding out who's sticking their uh, in what orifice, okay? Open line in day two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Don't worry, he's still not speaking yet, okay? Michael's still not oh, he ain't speaking yet. Nine minutes past noon at 560 WQA. Beware of exploding balls. Got the NFL Conference Championship game. It's a doubleheader on Sunday. Atlanta travels to Minnesota in the NFC game problem. at 12:15. Then the Jets take on the Broncos in the AFC title game at 3:45. Right here on Sports Radio 560 QAM. Okay, I don't want to get porky because I never do that, but I'm just a little bit curious. The last hour that was like the rejoin that other thing, and I sat here and I kind of blew it because I didn't believe it was the rejoin, and then this time when I fired off the thing because I thought it was the rejoin. It wasn't the rejoin. Is that going to be the rejoin, by the way, Josh? No, that was an actual commercial that I recorded. 
I beg your pardon? That last thing that you heard. I wasn't asking who recorded it. I'm just asking how long. The NFL experience. Yes. So that is not a rejoin. It sounds like one, but it isn't. But last hour it was. No, last hour was uh, a Super Bowl tickets rejoined. But but how do we know that at the end when it says here on 560 QM, are we supposed to be psychic? Is that what it is? Uh-huh. Well, next time I play that last, I'll let, you, I'll let George know in advance. Yeah. Now, was that your voice on there? On the NFL Experience 30 yes. seconds. Oh, by the way, I uh, I wanted to tell you right to your push. That was a great show you did. Like, what, what night was it? A couple weeks ago? Wednesday. Thank you. You said very nice things about me. Yes, that was great. And even though, you know, I don't remember whether I agreed or disagreed. I was talking about the uh, the unsold tickets in the uh, uh, for the uh, Dolphin playoff game. Yeah, and yeah I, I thought it was I, great. I, I believe it. the next day it was very nice. And it's not important whether I agreed or disagreed, but at least you had something to say, which I thought was sensational, and you were fired up and pissed off. Nice going there, Josh. Thank you. You're welcome. We have an open line at Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560. And by the way, George tells me the big news for Barry Jackass and all you others out there who can't get enough of Michael Michael Motorcycle, ESPN News, which, of course, most of you don't have on your cable system anyway. We're not talking about just the regular ESPN, right? We're talking about the ESPN News channel. Josh is the one that knows uh, all these things. Which which one is it, Josh? It's ESPN not just News. News, which is uh, on, it's like 207. On your uh, small dish, channel 207 on the DSS, on DirecTV, but most of us don't have that on your cable. But if you do have the small dish or you do have ESPN News on your cable, the good news is from 2 o'clock this afternoon till 2 o'clock tomorrow, 24 hours of nonstop Michael Jordan retirement coverage. All right. You better get your priorities straight, mister. And here he comes rocking in right now. They're greeting him like the goddamn Pope. Like the pre- I don't want to hear any extraneous. I want to wait until Michael gets up there and starts pop, 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 you know? And then we'll hear about two seconds of that should pacify these bastards. Okay, we have an open line. And, and so now what do you do? Okay, now what do I do if, that, if the lady is right? I, I mean, this is boring to a lot of people out there, but it's better than hearing Michael Jordan. But uh, what do I do about a blood pressure medication? See, if I had a doctor that would talk to me, the Emerson, talk some sense, and we could change my blood pressure medication and try that and see if I can get rid of this Adelaide which makes all the sense in the world because uh, it's time release, and therefore it's in your system constantly and never gets out of there. And I don't want to be one of those people that just stops suddenly taking one of my blood pressure medications because everybody says, uh, no. don't do that. Two retirement speeches. Exactly. Okay, well, we'll find out. Somewhere along the line. Maybe we'll find, maybe there's some uh, quack out there that will write me a prescription for something else, like I go back on my Cartizem again or something like that. Anything. Here's North Miami. Hello. Yeah, it's not as boring as listening to uh, sports news conferences, that's for sure. Right. I mean, at least we can learn something. Yeah, you know? here's, here's some illiterate guy going to hold a press conference. Let's see if we can understand what oh, he's yeah, saying. I'm, I'm, and let's see if we can hear what the guys way in the back row are ask, asking the questions. I'm, I'm waiting, waiting with bated breath. Listen, this morning, I was, that was A.J. Benza who called Stern. I don't know if you know who A.J. Benza is. I have is. no idea. He's a, he was a gossip columnist in New York, and now he's on the E! Channel doing these, uh, these biographies on you know, the, all the old-time actors. Or anyway, he's out in California now. Yeah. He, he went to uh, Stern. He goes, you know, we got this guy out here in California called uh, Phil Henry. And uh, Howard goes, yeah, yeah, I heard of him. Great talent, great talent. You know, and uh, Robin never heard of him. And, uh, but it's just, you know, we didn't need to hear that. We know that. But it's yeah, exactly. Just... Are you sure? Positive. <laughs> Sometimes today, could you play uh, All You Can Eat, Negro? Okay. Thanks a lot. Guys. In honor of Phil. Uh, absolutely. Okay. Bye-bye. Two open lines today. Come on, let's get these lines filled up with all these people that don't give a crap about Michael Jordan who's saying right now. Been... Okay, that's enough. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. I think my lady friend in plantation saved my life today. Now if I just knew what to do, where to go for the next step. If I just knew where to turn, what to do. You know what I'm saying? You do follow what I'm saying, don't you? Because I'm not just going to indiscriminately uh, stop taking that. 
But if I, if my doctor would like, uh, you know, tell me something concrete, something about, hey, you know, maybe that's possible, and let's try something else, then I would say, okay, let's do that, because I don't want to walk around feeling flush all the time, because the rest of me feels pretty damn good from the neck down. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Yes, sir. Neil, getting back to your problem on your uh, skin rash. Yes. I spoke to you yesterday about religion. I work in the area of naturopathic medicine. Now, there's some things you could do <laughs> offhand to uh, maybe uh, get rid of it in the short term. I don't know what would happen in the long term, especially if you're taking your... I don't, I don't want to get... I'm not one of those who wants to get rid of something in the short term. I don't, I don't want to treat a symptom. Right. I want to know what's causing it and get rid of it and stay alive. You That's... may be having a reaction from the medication. Right. Also, along the way... I got a guy working in a house outside. I'm getting a little noise out That's here. That's okay. Uh, is 70% of the waste from your body is expelled through the skin. Yeah. And in this hotter climate, I've worked in uh, Asia quite often, and I see a lot of rashes with people who are taking anti-malarials, uh, antibiotics. They drink too much. They smoke too much. The livers and the kidney can't handle it, and it comes out through the skin. Yeah. Now, I don't drink and I don't smoke, so where do we go right. from there? Uh, another thing, you take any kind of supplements. Yes. Now, check your supplements, because the problem with a lot of supplements you see on the market, especially... It's, it's, uh, but trust me, it's not the supplements. I, I guarantee you. Right. I'll uh, bet you every dime you got. Right. But then again, in the supplements dollar. or so, uh, uh -huh. a lot of them are contaminated with cheap cold tar derivatives. Right. Could be having a reaction from that. Uh-huh. Uh, you could try, since most rashes and in case of boils, pimples, or whatever, they're acid secretions. And the hygienists recommend you can neutralize it with, like, take a slice of lemon or lime, uh, anything alkaline. Yeah. Like citrus to... Uh, a slice of lemon? Yeah, you put it on there to neutralize it. It's recommended for, like, people with cold sores. Doctors aren't going to tell you that because they don't make any money off you. Yeah. But uh, this is the naturopathic method. Get the honey, Junior. Yeah. Uh, speaking of honey, honey and lemon is also a good... Uh, honey and lemon. I'll smear some of that on my neck. Uh, externally and internally also. Okay. You can do uh, warm water and lemon Okay, I'll do all of those. Thanks, thanks so much. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay, like I said, what's Michael Jordan saying? No, don't put it on. What, what are you holding your head to your temples for? Everything that guy said was so full of crap. Yeah. Do you think I was paying any attention to what he was saying? No. But he, he meant well. He meant well, just like my doctor meant well. But my doctor told me absolutely nothing. And then that lady, and that's why I'm talking about this, because I'm desperate to get rid of How many times over the years have I done this? And it works almost every time. Somebody out there will strike a chord and they'll say, oh, guess what? That happened to me, and it was an allergy to, some, to the same medication you're taking, by the way, to that Adelaide. And knowing that and believing, and I believe that. I believe that then and I believe that now, like uh, Marlon Brando said in Godfather 1. Two open lines in Dade, 5670560 oh, and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Margate. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got a question I want to throw out to you that uh, nobody seems to be talking about. Go right ahead. Uh, after the November elections, the uh, moderate Republicans have gained a lot of power that they're not using. Why don't you think they're taking on the right wing for control of the party? Because obviously the right wing has got them under their thumb. That's pretty obvious. The right wing still controls. They control the Republican Party, sir. Why do you think they do? Because after the November election, sir, I, I don't know, but I'm just telling you a fact. You can you can you know debate yourself like a cat chasing its tail, but the fact is that the right wing of the Republican Party is taking it over. That's even what Alan Dushawood said last night. Do you, think wait, do you think they're waiting for 2,000? Waiting for 2,000 for what? To get creamed? Yes, and it's going to happen. Thank you. Okay, we got two, look at that, two lines left on the board here because Michael Jordan's a, my, bop, 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 isn't that something? I don't want to hear it. Turn it off. I don't ever want to hear one more word from him, okay? He's of no interest to me. I don't care if he retires now, next circus, it's of no interest to me. And let me say it again. 
70% of the people in this country have got no interest in professional basketball, so how come everybody and their brother now is all of a sudden, uh, because it's another media hype event, and the media is like in a feeding frenzy to show you that their priorities are all straightened out? we got a bunch of rabid right-wingers trying to undo two presidential elections and overthrow the goddamn government. And in the meantime, they're worried about some, uh, you know, seven-foot-tall basketball player. Jesus Christ, what a, what a great country, huh? What a great goddamn place this is, sweetheart. That's the American fucking way. You got it, honey. Dade County's open, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Maybe we can get one of our pharmaceutical quacks to bring me in some Macartazem or some other <laughs> like that. Not a good idea, I guess, huh? What are, what are you smiling about? This is serious business. This is a very serious business. Prescription drugs, high blood pressure, heart attacks, stroke, things of that nature we're talking about. We're talking about a real doctor doing, like, real medical things. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. With that rash, getting the salt water. Salt water, yeah. Yeah, that helps everything. And I'm, uh, well, what's that going to do? My sister called from Naples yesterday, and I'm quitting on Martin Luther Day. Yeah, okay, great. Congratulations, sir, whatever you say. Open line in Broward, all three in Dade. Five six seven oh five sixty pound. I suggest you try the salt water, sir. Head first. A pound five sixty on a mobile one line. I think in fact, the, the Atlantic Ocean is loaded with salt water. A little trip in there might do to clear your brains out. Clear your rectum out. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, the the book that you were talking about the other day I didn't quite get the name for Diabetes One and Two. Yeah. Who was the? I want to get the Richard Bernstein. Richard Bernstein, Bernstein. Diabetes Solution. It's called. Bernstein. Right. Diabetes Solution. There you go. Good luck to you, sir. Okay, one call left on the board. Now that's it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one. I'm playing Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. Screw this crap, man. What the hell's the point? You can't can't fight with Michael Jordan retiring, baby. That's it. No calls on the board. I'm dying over here. Oh, well, a blessing my soul, what's wrong with Lisa Marie? Now we got a pervert up the family tree. Offending in my grave and I'm about to throw up. I kick his ass. If I could get dug up, uh-huh. Ooh, yeah. Oh, well, my leg is a rotted and my arms fell off. So cold in the grave, I got a nasty cough. The king of pops popping my buttercup, I bust his ass. If I could get dug up, uh-huh, uh-huh, Well, I break his jaw and give him two black eyes. His nose would swell to its original size. I bleach his skin until he's all gone. I bend him over while the champ looks awesome. Do me a favor if you love me. Bring a back hole to the cemetery. There's a llama loving pedophile. I got a beat up, but I can't unless I get dug up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Somebody dig me up. 1230 at 560 WQAM. Oh, sure. When you take your blood test, you know what the levels you have of vitamin C and various things. And, I, you know, I, and with all due respect, I got people who mean well, but I'm not interested in any goddamn nutritional supplements, okay? Please. Thank you very much. I'm not interested in any nutritional supplements. I don't want vitamin E, vitamin P, vitamin Z, vitamin goddamn sawgrass, sawmill, uh, saw root, whatever that thing is, saw palmetto, saw your ass, saw your rectum in the mirror. Man, it just makes you downright angry. As soon as you, as soon as you mention it, like that uh, guy that called before that was giving me the uh, song dance, and he didn't have the foggiest idea what he was talking about. 
This is one area. Once you get into this nutritional bullcrap, man, you're all you can hear Donald quacking up a storm, baby. Here's a call from Chicago. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, go way back. Listening to you with first heard you in Cancun on seven seventy and playing jingles, and I went nuts ever since. Yeah. And uh, so my blood pressure went up, so I started taking Univask. Is that what you're taking? Adelaide. Okay. This Univask stuff gives you a little bit of a cough, but other than that, once a day, and baby, down goes the blood pressure. Well, I mean, I can't, I can't have just somebody over the phone prescribing something for my blood pressure. Everybody is different. I can't do that. No, no, no I understand. But no, the doctor told me, he says, I got all this stuff out there in general for everyone. And in addition, when you say it makes you cough a little bit, I never took anything for my blood pressure that made me cough. This makes you cough. Well, I'm not out of the why would I want to do that? Who the hell wants to take a prescription drug that makes you cough? It'd be great. Get no, no it would not. <laughs> Just kidding. I can start smoking Excuse 20 me. stogies a day. That'll make me cough like Stan Major. I'll be out of business in a week. That's true. Like Stan Major. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I was uh, listening to you talking about that stuff, and I got it here, and it, it does work. And once You got break... what there? What, what are you talking about, sir? You heard me talking about what stuff? But you were talking about uh, your high blood pressure and your pills. I was talking about my uh, my flush, my flush, my condition, the condition that I'm in, the condition that my physician is in. Oh, that's a song, too. Right. Have a great day. Okay, we have an open line in uh, Chicago there, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile. Yeah, he takes something great. Okay, take it. Take it and have a great life with it and cough up a storm, baby. Makes him cough a little bit. Here's something that will make you cough a little bit. Somebody's foot in your rectum. I work. Wow. Now what the doctor does, he sticks his finger in your rectum. Says cough. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Yes, this is Miles from Miles Logan. Miles yes. Window Cleaning. Yes. The first time that I'm calling, I've been listening to you for a while. Uh, there, I agree. There are a lot more important things than Michael Jordan retiring. Uh, about Clinton. The Republicans are terrible, but hopefully. Okay, thank you, Miles, for your perspicacious observation. The Republicans are terrible. Write that down, ladies and gentlemen. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560 at pound 560 on the mobile one on. Luckily, his phone connection was so muddy. The name of his business, whatever it was, something window cleaning. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, now, DNH, but I don't have anything political or medical to offer, but uh, your phones are dead, so I figured I'd give you a ring. Yeah. One thing is, I like the stoned uh, Neil God better than the other Neil God. The stoned? Yeah, he sounds like he's stoned. Neil yeah, God. Yeah, that's way cool. That's Orlando. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about this morning show, I just moved from the West Coast where I could listen to Howard, and uh, my radio doesn't go up to whatever he's on, so I've been listening to this morning team, and I think you've given this guy Goldstein, uh, or whatever his name is, a bum rap. Of the three, he sounds like the most intelligent. And, uh, well, if you enjoy Gully, I'm happy for you. Well, he's sounding good can't on listen that hockey game, too. Can't listen to that voice, sorry. Well, the only other thing I wanted to ask it's like you... like scraping fingers on your... Uh, rectum. Can't listen to it. Well, I think it's only when he has to try and overtalk the other two that it sounds no, like he's no, squealing. No, no, you're wrong. No, yeah, but anyway... Jim Rome and uh, other guys are way worse than him. Anyway, one other thing I wanted to ask you. When a football player scores a touchdown in a... Okay, we have an open line in date, 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's North Miami. Hello. North Miami, with somebody wailing in the background. Okay, and have a great day. Two open lines in date, 5670560 and pound 560. Sound like a like they were uh, killing a uh, chicken on the front lawn. Or maybe they was in the middle of a cockfight in Hialeah. Where was that from? It was you. It was me what? It was the radio. Oh, they had the radio blast in the background? It sounded like me in the middle of a cockfight. 5670560 and pound 560 in mobile one line. I've been in a few of those. Here's a mobile in uh, Pompano. Hello. 
Neil, God. Yes, sir. Every time. Let's talk about real life. I just came back from Vegas. Yes. It was incredible. Okay. I've, I've been there like three times already. Yeah. And like, I, and I always hear you, you know, always talking about how like it's a real town and it's real life and everything there. Yeah. And you know, you just don't realize it until like you're there and you're Take in the partying yes. scene. It, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. It was absolutely incredible. It was just it was like it's always alive. You don't realize that this town isn't really that alive. I mean, yes, nice. All you gotta do is fly that. in there, especially at night. You just fly in and you see what's going on there, and you immediately know there's a place where there's a hell of a lot going on. There's more no going on there what, in five minutes than there is here in ten years. No matter what, there's always something going on. I mean, it's, the food is impeccable. It's incredible, no matter yeah. where you go. But, like, at any time you want, 5 o'clock in the morning, we got out of a club. I didn't leave the club until 9.30 in the morning, and it was just like, and then people were still just like, hey, how you doing? And everybody's so nice and friendly. And not that, you know, they go out of their way, but at least, you know, if somebody does happen to bump in you, they say, oh, sorry, or if they're walking by, they'll say hi if they catch your eye or whatever. But, yeah. you know, it, it was just incredible. I loved it. <laughs> okay. But great place. Congratulations on discovering of the real world, yes? Let you know. Okay, thanks uh, for the memories. We have an open line at Broward 2 and Dade, 567 0560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hollywood. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. I'm leaving for uh, Vegas this week, and I wanted to find out if you've ever been to any of the fights out there. Have you ever been to any of the fights out there? No, I have not, sir. I don't go to the fights. Uh, because I was going to be trying to get uh, tickets over to the Tyson fight. Yeah. Whether that's worth it or not. But, uh, so, how was the MGM? The MGM is great. That's a good place to stay, then? I would say that's the best place to stay. All right, because I had uh, reservations for there, but uh, for the last half of the week, I was going to be traveling to Reno. I don't know if you've been out there. Yeah, a long time ago. I mean, Reno is small potatoes. Yeah, small potatoes compared to Vegas. Why, why would you waste your time in Reno when you're going way the hell out there? Why would you, why would you do that? I don't know. People that go to Laughlin. I mean, what's the point? No, Laughlin, I couldn't handle that. Yeah, well, what's the point? Why do people go all the way out there from here, which is eight million miles away, and they waste a couple of days or half of their time in, uh, you know, in a minor league joint? What's the point? Oh, well, I was going to try to do that, and maybe just try to fly into uh, California, try to do like a, a three feet out there. I don't know. Yeah. But, okay. Uh, good luck to you, sir. Plunge your brains out. Whatever that means. We have two open lines in Dade, two in Broward, five six seven oh five sixty and Palm five sixty on the mobile one line. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Pembroke Pines. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. This is uh, Joe, long-time listener, first-time caller. Yes, Joe. I was calling about that uh, rap tune, that spoof of the Lewinsky and Kenneth Starr and all that, mm -hmm. and I wanted to pick it up at the local store. Could you tell me? Uh... You can't pick it up at the local store, Joe, and have a nice day. Okay, one line left on the board, and then we'll go to the uh, Michael Jordan press conference, which is obviously going to go on for hours and hours and hours on end and just destroy any chance we have to do a show here today. Thanks a lot, Michael. Why couldn't you do it like a 205 would have been good? Huh? That would have been perfect. Right at 2 o'clock, straight up and down. Right in the middle of the Neil Rogers show, this guy decides to make a retirement speech. You got some goddamn nerve, mister. Who the hell do you think you are? Open line in Broward, all three in Dade. Five, six, uh, uh, all, uh, like I said, one call on the board. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, and pound five, sixty on the mobile one line. What a bitter pill to swallow this is. Even worse than the Adelaide. If I had the ability to do I'd take you out here right now and kick your goddamn teeth in. Do you fear your nephew is in hell? I feel that my nephew is in that with the Lord, no. Not with the Lord. In other words, in hell. I don't know. I feel there's no one the Lord known. And because they take part of his body like a limbo. You fear that that Roman Catholic communion is they ate your nephew's body? Yes, sir. All right. We have on uh, the line in Van Nuys here a uh, Roman Catholic priest on KFI 640. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Good, Mr. Ma'am. Um, first of all, I put my condolences to you on the loss of your nephew. Are you a priest? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just, 
I just want to let you clarify something for you, okay? Yes. So this is just, you've been misinformed about why the Catholic Church. Why do you eat people? Well, if you just hang on, I'll explain to you what our belief is, and then you can draw your own conclusion. Why do you eat people? Let me explain what our teaching is, and you draw your let, own conclusion. Let the Father explain, okay? Okay, first of all, we believe that when we receive communion, we receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my God. Well, well hold on, man. No, I, I mean, I'm just calling to let you know you what eat, our belief is. You eat flesh and blood. If you want to look at it that way, that's oh fine. Oh, my God. That's I want, fine. I want to vomit. This is our belief, and you draw your own conclusion. I want to vomit. Ma'am, you got to let the Father explain. Why would I want to hear him talk about it? Well, because he's been misinformed. This is like Hellraiser, like Clive Okay, Parker first Hellraiser. of all, okay, Do you're you upset because you've been misinformed about what happened to the you you eat the butt, you eat the whole damn thing. Excuse me? Don't you eat it? We eat the host, yes. The host. But he said he eats the whole body of a man. That's not what I said. You said you eat the blood and the flesh. Of who? Of a man. No, of Jesus Christ. Oh, God. That is a blasphemy. Well, if you choose to believe that, that, all I'm trying to do is inform you on our belief because you did misinform. Do you eat up on the booty, too? I'm not even going to answer that. I don't understand. What, what What's that mean? What, what is this man talking about eating the Lord Jesus? Let him finish. Okay. Let him just say you what he has to say. From the scriptures, man, where Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and said, Take this and eat it. This is my body. Oh, and then he took the cup of wine and he said, Take and drink. This is my blood. And again he says, Unless you eat my body and drink my blood, oh, you have no life within you. Oh, my God. This is Good Friday, exactly. and you're talking about eating up on Jesus. I'm I can tell you to that. Inform you what we believe. You grubbing on Jesus, ain't you? If what? you choose to believe that. You grubbing all over on Jesus. If that's what you choose to believe. And my nephew, what about him? Okay, ma'am, as again. Macking on Jesus. Them Catholics macked on my boy. I macked on your boy. <laughs> I don't believe that. I'm sorry. Them Catholics macked on your boy, huh? You don't want to laugh at me. Can I ask you a question? You son of a bitch, you laugh at me. Yeah. Let me ask you a question here. Like some kind of Negro smorgasbord over there. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you know, as far as that other man is concerned. He's like a brother bus. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm in a phone, boy. Listen, Father, I thank you for, for taking the time. Okay. I really do. All right. Ma'am, you have a good Easter. Well, you 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 pay for your sins. Well, I'll leave that up to God. That's true. Thanks, Bye -bye. Father. All right. Bye-bye. All right. That was a Roman Catholic priest. They're macking on my boy like a brother buffet. Oh, you can eat me. Oh. What was it? What's it called, man? Oh, oh you can eat me, bro. I understand. 
Thank you very much. Call 46 at 560 WQM. So, by the way, don't call George and abuse him or even abuse me, but you can do that if you want to, if you want to get on the air, but you won't. About the fact we're not hearing this stupid-ass Michael Jordan press conference. I mean, I turned on during the last commercial break about 20 seconds of it, and he's talking about, well, he's going to be taking his kids to school and watching them play ball. And, uh, hey, great. That's very exciting, okay? Michael Jordan retires. He ain't going to be playing basketball no more. The NBA's in big trouble because they just finished with their damn strike, and they all want too, way too much money, and the league must be in really sad shape if one guy retiring puts it in such big trouble. And who gives a crap? Absolutely. People calling off the air, abusing and berating George because we're not carrying the Michael Jordan press conference. How do you like that? Unbelievable. Exactly. 5670560 and pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's a mobile in Cooper City. Hello. Uh, hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised you're not carrying the, the, the conference. You could go home. Yeah, right. Look at the bright side. I could go find a real doctor and get myself some new blood pressure right. medicine and uh, clear this problem up. He sounded amazing, your doctor. You know, how, how ambiguous He's a great guy, but I mean, I mean, you know, I'm looking for an answer. I'm looking to do something concrete and not just sit around and wait for this to go away someday, which uh, maybe it will and maybe it won't. Well, since the topic today is herbal remedies, do you take uh, garlic? No yet? herbal remedies, sir, please. That's not the topic today. I'm not interested in... I, I do take garlic, yes. I think it's major's antibiotic. I haven't, I haven't been sick in a couple of years. Well, I, I take, I take uh, Kyolic, yes, and it isn't doing me any good on this because I think the, the, the lady was right on the target on this. Well, it, supposedly... If I hear anything about herbs or supplements before between now and 2 o'clock, I'm going to blow somebody's brains out and it won't be mine. Well, if you eat it if you eat it raw, so it'll be better for you. Yeah, and the garlic, too. Okay, thank you. Okay, we have an open line in the Broward and all three in Dade. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's Boca. Hello. Oh, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, you're right about this Michael Jordan crap, Ola. I mean, this stuff is ridiculous. I mean, who's he, the Holy Ghost? Uh, evidently. I mean, this is, uh... I mean, I'm retiring from a, from a sport, okay? I know, I'm making a production out of this, like, oh, my yeah. God, how is the world going to continue spinning He's, around? I mean, I'm from Boston, and, uh, you know, we had Larry Bird retire. We had a little thing in the garden farm. That's right. it. Right, that was it. He didn't, go, that, on the, he didn't was, go on the news here and make a big production. When Bill Russell retired, did they make a big song and dance like this? No. no. That's the thing about the... When Will Chamberlain retired, did they make a big song and dance like this? No. But you no. See, they got all this airtime on these on these uh, 24-hour networks, CNN, ESPN. ESPN 2, ESPN 3, oh. News, and, and so they have to fill you know, up with a lot of crap. It's like you talk about the fans down here. They're ridiculous. They don't know nothing about sports. Yeah, well, we already know that. I mean, I've been down here, and, uh, you know, I'm a big, I'm, you know, I'm the guy in the Bruins back yeah. in the Esposito days. I mean, that's when I was heavy duty, the awe. You know, back then, the Canadian, yeah. Guy Lafleur. Yeah, well, I don't, so what about it? Well, what about Guy Lafleur? He was four. He was one of the greatest forwards in history. Yeah, great. Well, I'm happy for him and you, too. Frog is what he was. Frog. We have an open line in Broward and all three in Dade. 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Sorry about that. That's my anti-Montreal Canadian anti-frog bias showing. Am I really sorry about that? No. No, I'm very pleased that I said it. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Uh, okay. I'm a recent new listener, a uh, first-time caller. Okay. Um, this is you, your show is basically not a, a sports talk radio. It is not a sports show. That's right. This is four hours a day when we give the QM audience a rest, a respite, a brief rest from all of the incessant repetition. The other twenty or four, twenty hours a day. Well, I, I I can obviously tell you're a hockey fan, but I'm wondering what's what's your uh, what's the affiliation with the Toronto Maple Leafs? What do you mean, what's the affiliation? I, I mean, you seem to support them. I do. I'm a forty-year Maple Leaf fan. Forty years of it. That should uh, count for something, you know. Forty years. Well, what about the local teams? I support. What do you mean? What about the local teams? What well, does that mean? Support, I go to all the Panther the games teams. and I root for the Panthers, except when they're playing the Maple Leafs. Okay? Do I have your permission to do that, sir? Well, sure. Okay. 
All right. How come uh, people are prohibited from bringing up the dolphins or, or, or the hurricanes or anybody local? On what? On, on your show. Because it's not a sports show. You just got through saying it's not a sports show, and it's not a sports show. You understand? You just got through saying that, so obviously you understand. Well, you, you talk about hockey half the Yeah, maybe because it's the Neil Rogers show, and Neil Rogers is interested in the hockey. Guess what? I talk about what I'm interested in, and the other stuff you mentioned, I'm not. Thank you. Two open lines in Brian. There you go. Try to figure that out. Are we going too fast for you, sir? Yeah. Okay, sorry. I'll slow down a little bit. One and one is two, and uh, in your... Correcto. There you go. Have a nice life. Two open lines in Broward, all three in Dade. One call left on the board again here. This press conference is going to go on until midnight. Make no mistake about it, because ESPN News Network has got a lot of time to fill up between 2 this afternoon and 2 o'clock tomorrow. Jesus Christ. If, you know something? If Jesus Christ were on there right now, he wouldn't be going to if, if he were on at the same time as Michael Jordan making this retirement press conference, he, Jesus would be preempted by Michael Jordan, right? Make no mistake about it. Yes. Five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the mobile one line. I mean, I, I've been up against uh, you name it, anything in the world. This takes the cake. This is the biggest and the best and most unbelievable. When this crap started while well, uh, noon today, that was like the end of my life. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hey, how you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Uh, I really don't understand your beef. You have the best athlete ever, the most best basketball player ever to play the game, and you're acting like you just put anybody retiring. I think you're. So, so what difference does it make? What difference does it make? He's the best, the most mediocre. What difference does it make? He's a nope. jock who's retiring. What, is, nope. what does that nobody, have to do with anything? Nobody says you have to cover for two hours, but I. I, I wouldn't cover it, was... it for two seconds, sir. I'm not you interested know, in covering it. And if you're so concerned about it, how come you're listening to this show? You're the typical of Sir, let me ask you again. How come you're listening to this show if you want to show concern about Michael Jordan? Because this is a radio, this is a sports network, and unfortunately we have your sorry Jew bastard ass. Oh, Jew bastard. There you go. Okay, well, I hate to break the news to you. You didn't know Michael Jordan was Jewish, huh? Jackass. Open line in Broward. Five, and by the way, Hank Goldberg is Jewish, and Jeff DeForest is Jewish, and uh, Geldy is Jewish, and Ed Kaplan is Jewish. This is the Jewish sports network, pal, so you better get it right, okay, my goyish friend? My Hermann Gehring sucking friend. Here's Coral Gables. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Listen, I'm just getting over the Hmong, too. But I have a question for you. Do you remember when Phil Henry did that uh, Brad the Booger when he first introduced him and this town went ballistic on him? Do you have a copy of that? A copy of what? That whole show. No, I don't. Oh, well, what do you mean the whole show? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start playing whole Phil Henry shows now? <laughs> No, but it was great when he did that. I don't yeah, know. You know, I hate to break the news to you. I, you know, I love Phil. He's a great talent. He's a good friend of mine, and he's sensational. Phil is not here anymore. I know that comes as a good... And I just got through, uh, you're killing four and a half minutes with all-you-can-eat Negro, which is still great, but he's not here anymore. This is the Neil Rogers Show. Phil Henry's not here anymore, and he's not coming back. Okay. Bye. Okay. Okay, bye. Was that pathetic or what? That was, that was sad. That was tragic. You know, we could tape Phil's show uh, from the Internet. Yeah, well, let's play just it back tape the Phil's show. Day. I'm sure he would have no problem. We'll just play it back the next day. I'll sit here and do the spots. And every now and then we'll throw in a press conference, too, just to kill the time. And, it's a, and like I said before, I've said it a million times. When Phil was here, except when he was doing his shtick, he, it was, I'd come in the, he would come in the next day while I was on the air. Oh, man, you have no idea what it was like. He was psychotic because when he wasn't doing a shtick, he couldn't buy a phone call. All these people that are kissing up to him right now, they wouldn't call him for love or money unless he was doing one of his voices. If I had a, if I had a million dollars for every time he said that to me. Here's a mobile in Key Biscayne. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. 
Uh, yesterday, you started the show off saying that at 225, you turned your radio off permanently because of the, uh, the call you had at the Goldberg show. No, I didn't say that at all. I said because there was another press conference. And yeah, well, you, you were disgusted with what you heard. Uh, it's a good thing you weren't still listening at 331 the same day. 331? The same day. You marked down the time? Absolutely, because okay. when I heard it, I knew that if had you been listening, your radio would not have been turned off. It would have been destroyed. A, a very heavily accented uh, young voice came on the phone and uh, asked Hank something about the, uh, new, the new perspective coach of the Eagles. And he told him he never heard of him. And his next question to Hank was, Hank, what do you think the Eagles' second-round draft choice will be next year? Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Well, how, about, how about the people that call The up? Eagles! How about people that call up Hank and ask hockey questions when the man doesn't like the sport, doesn't follow it? I mean, what, what's the point? There is nobody who follows hockey in this town. Hardly any. Except me. And me, too. I've been a Toronto Maple Leaf fan for All right, now we're talking. Well, you have talked about that before. Right. Uh, well, there's a few of us. There'll be some of us there tonight with our Maple Leafs personnel. I, I Maple Leafs games and the Bru and, the, and the Sabres games. Those are the only ones I'm uh, willing to travel up there for. Okay. But I will be there with my Maple Leafs T-shirt on. I don't okay. have a jacket. I'll, I'll see you there tonight. Okay. Go Leafs, go. Go, Bill Hewitt, go. We have an open line at Broward, 5670560 and Tom 560. I knew he was a good guy just by the sound of his voice. Maple Leaf fan, all right. Oh, how come you talk about the Maple Leafs? You know, because I'm interested in that. It's the Neil Rogers show, okay? That little putz that called before that is having a tough time figure, figuring it out. I talk about stuff that's of interest to me, like my goddamn uh, Adelaide. That's why. And if you find it boring, then go find uh, some other toy to play with. That's all. Well, how come we can't talk about Because you got 20 hours the rest of the day to rehash that same boring turd burger crap, okay? Putz? Putzala? For, and he's still talking on there. It's an hour later. He's still ba -ba 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 with a big smile on his puss and that big earring in his uh, left ear. Oh, and by the way, it was an oversight. I forgot. Josh Friedman's Jewish, too. It's the one to two hours! <laughs>
4.30, we got Kimba Bo Camper. They're kind of like divvying it up. And then uh, at 6 o'clock, Books will be on for an hour. 7 o'clock, the Panther pregame show. 7.30, Panthers and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh! All right. Yeah, that, uh, you know, all these people, how come you're a Toronto fan? And how come uh, the world goes around? And how come the sun is on Uranus? Jesus Christ, get a life already, will you? Maybe listen. Maybe open up your ears and listen and try to figure out what it's all about, okay? Before you open up a big mouth and make a jackass out of yourself, sir. But you got a lot of company. And by the way, the bad news is the Michael Jordan press conference oh! is over. He's all done speaking out CNN. There's the president. There's some other uh, jackass on it. They're talking other stuff now. How do you like that? We only killed an hour with that. But ESPN News, make no mistake about it, from 2 this afternoon to at least 2 tomorrow, maybe in 2 o'clock uh, a week from Shavuos, they're going to be doing Michael Jordan did this, and Michael Jordan said that, and bada beep, bada boop, bada, et cetera, and so on. And for the first time, they'll reveal on national television he is Jewish. Here's Miami Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. And he's going to prove it. Yes, sir. I'm going to give you two V-Fans in a row. Two what? Two V-Fans in a row. The 67 Jinx is going to end this year. These are going all the way. Yeah, uh-huh. And sure. uh, I just wanted to ask you what your favorite garden's memory was. My favorite memory in Maple Leaf Gardens? Yeah. You mean being there? Yeah, or anything, watching on TV. 13 to nothing win over Detroit, 1971. Uh, I was, I was on a Saturday kidding. night, hockey night in Canada. 13 nothing. I'm too young for that, but I got tickets uh, January 30th for the third last game against Washington. All right. So goalies I, hear new, I hear the new joint's fantastic, by the way, the Air Canada Center. Yeah, you'd like it. In the, the Pat Quinn's office, they got a special uh, exhaust system for cigar smoke. Yeah, I read about that. Pat Quinn is God, by the way. He's God, yeah. Okay, sir. Goalies, How are you? go. All right, man. See you tonight. Okay, we have two open lines, one in Dade, one in Broward. See, we got all the Leaf fans coming out. Come on out tonight, okay? We'll do that. Go, Leafs, go. Come on, we'll do that. Are we going to do that tonight? No. Yes, we are. Kick the crap out of this uh, Terry Murray and this make-believe bunch of Murray men that he's got, huh? Wow. Terry Murray. He, I'm going to tell you, they booed him out of every place he's been before, and eventually you'll do the same thing here once you catch on to him. Oh, you were five minutes late for practice. You're going to have to sit down. Oh, you came to work with a hangnail. You're going to have to sit down, young man, because I'm going to muscle you into line. He's benched just about everybody on the goddamn team, except for the fair-haired guys, Jovanovski and Edomar. Everybody else has been benched, intimidated, shouted at, made a fool of, et cetera, and so on. Give me a break, okay? Like this guy's dealing with a bunch of five-year-olds. That's the level on which he operates. And then when somebody asks him about, well, could we get Brian Barrard or could we get Pavel Barriga? Well, I have nothing to say about any of that. It's, it's the brother. It's the, it's the spokesman. He's the only one that has to do with that. He's got nothing to say about it. He's only the coach. Here's a payphone in Miramar. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, was that uh, by any chance a record, that 13 nothing? An NHL record? No. Okay. No. Um, I'm glad you enjoyed my faxes that I sent to you yesterday about Larry Flint and about the B.O. Yes, thank you very much. That's okay. Uh, I knew that one was coming. 
Um, and I, you did watch it last night on uh, Larry King. I watched Larry King. You know something? I haven't had one call about that uh, all day today. I well, told everybody, your... be sure and watch it. I didn't even know Bob Barr was going to be on the beginning. And did they watch it? No. And not one call on that. I can't believe that. Well, what does this audience do? Where were they? What were they watching? Okay, were they watching their navel? Yes. Well, what are they doing? They're too busy beating their kids. Oh, okay. Uh, I did watch it, and Larry did grow a small pair last night. Yes, and I, I mentioned that at the beginning today. Larry uh, did a good job last night. About time. This guy Barr just continuously skated around the whole Every issue. Every time he'd open up his mouth, uh, the hole would get deeper and deeper and well, deeper. he didn't. You know, he he said that he didn't encourage or force anyone to have an abortion. Yet his name was on the check. Right. And he drove her there. Right. And they have a copy of the check. Right. So here it is, this big anti-abortion advocate, okay, mm -hmm. who stands up in front of all of his peers and, and tells the entire world how bad abortion is, yet he's just as guilty. Right. And that's, you know, the whole thing with Larry... See, I'll tell you one thing. The public, they, they can forgive an adulterer because most of them are adulterers anyway. The one thing most people don't like is a hypocrite. Somebody well, who says exactly. one thing and, does, and you know, does something else. And I'll tell you what, this whole thing with the Larry Flint, you know, ten years ago everybody said, look, it's really sleazy, don't dig up dirt. But you know what? The guy's saying, look, we need to expose this because it's getting completely out of control. And that's yeah. what's happened. And he's just trying to expose these hypocrites. I love and, it. And, yeah, I do love it. You know, and he's I, got eight more to go, he said. Eight more to go, and they're all peeing in their pants. Exactly. Um, listen, I also I sent you something about that uh, anti-abortion website. Yeah. And I, I don't want to become a chronic, but there was one uh, paragraph in there on that website. Okay, now, mind you, these are all good Christians, as you call them. Yes. These people are supplying the names and addresses and business addresses of not only all of the abortion doctors countrywide, but also their families all the way down to their grandchildren. Lovely. That, that, yeah, that's, that's mm -hmm. pretty alarming because... I think the word for that is hit list is the term for that. It, it, no, that's exactly it. And so now you've got this with a saying, well, free speech, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is, is you know, you've got that psycho that's still up in the mountains of North Carolina right. who they have yet to catch. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more people out there like that. So what do you say, you know, the, the grandchild of some doctor, I mean, they're going to kidnap him or what? I mean, and then well, the good news is I got my new uh, passport, the big thick one in the mail yesterday, so that's the good news. Well, good. Look, and in closing, um, it is a shame that Ty Domi is out injured tonight and Warrell is benched, because I'll tell you what, I would love to see the mix-up on that. I'd love to see Domi kick the crap out of him is what I like to see. You got it. Okay, have I a great day. Go, Thanks. Go. Thanks a lot. Okay, we have an open line in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Look at that, we got some people back now that Michael Jordan be done speaking. And I'm not, I'm not going to get excited about it. I understand that I'm way off on a different way, like, and like I've told you before, I'm delighted. I am proud. I am proud to be on a different wavelength from, from the mainstream. I'm ecstatic that I don't give a flying crap about Michael Jordan, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I do. I'm not going to put on an act for you. I couldn't give a flying crap less if uh, what, whatever happens to him. I wish him all the best in the world with his billions of dollars, and good luck to him. Have a great life. Well, look at that nice comeback on the stock market. NASDAQ is up uh, 13. The Dow is only down 80. Not that I want to get like Rick Riley, but it looked like it was going to be a real bad day today. Not too bad, and three hours to go. I'm going to tell you something right now, and you can mark it down. If Broward County would change their mind and decide they want to build this facility, I will not play here. Because I will not have you guys looking at me for the next 10 years saying, here's the guy that said one thing and went out and did something else. All right. Well, I just got out of bars 
and took a hit, then would he act like Cheech and Chong? And get some munchies and make brownies filled with hash. And would he share it with Jesus and the saints? Those pious potheads. And yeah, yeah, heart is great. And yeah, yeah, heart is good. And yeah, 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 yeah. What is God smoking ever? Smoking pot like one of us. Getting high on the back of the bus, just him and Moses getting stoned. On a greyhound bus too long, to get some Vatican home grown. A couple time back to take home. Smoke a big Bob Marley on his throne. No fun in heaven, let's yours go. 116 at 560 WQM. Just in case you missed it live, they're showing uh, reruns now, replays and uh, little inserts of uh, Crap. from Michael Jordan's press conference on CNN. Just in case you missed it live, they're showing Crap. and then some more Crap. and some more. Crap. Yeah. They have little uh, blips of other stuff going on in the world in between, but this is obviously going to go on for hours and hours and hours and weeks and months on end. Forget about their impeaching the president. Forget about that stuff. That's small potatoes. Forget about Larry Flint. Forget about Larry King. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Here's a mo- mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, listen, I just got over, like, uh, I don't know, four days of uh, almost constant fever, and I wound up with a rash myself. Yeah. And, I've had uh, no it- fever. The, uh, I think it was like a heat rash, and it's probably fungal. It's, I had something like that when I ran track in high school. There's a fungus among us? I believe so. I'm yeah. going to go spray my uh, groinal region with some Desinex. No, this isn't in my groin, stuff. sir. This is on my puss, not on my groin. But have uh, a great day. Okay, we have an open line in Broward and one in Dade. 5670560. Maybe he had it on his puss. 5670560 uh, and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's, okay, great. Thank you so much, my hysterical uh, spick friend. We have two open lines in Dade, 5670560 and pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. As our friends in the Hispanic community continue showing beyond the shadow of a doubt the enormous contribution that they've made to this community and this radio show over the last 23 years. No question about it. Couldn't have made it without them. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Mr. Neil God. Yes, sir. How are you doing tonight? Okay. Uh, tonight, I'm sorry. Just, first of all, I wanted to suck around and just give you a compliment. I, I apologize on... Um, on behalf of Florida, I apologize for the callers. Those that call, like the previous one, obviously don't have GEDs, I don't think. And those that make sense give you a conversation on the phone. Yeah. And the second thing of all is um, I work at a company where about five of us, we all sit in cubicles, whatever, and we all listen to your show. We just can't call in. Right. You know, so there's a lot of people that are, I'm going home, I hear some old man next to me with your station on. So it's out there, but people just can't get, you know, get to you. They can't get to me. And then last thing, just a um, comment for Hollywood residents. Yeah. Rosa Lopez has got the Virgin Mary there, so... Oh, Rosa, it's the 13th. <laughs> I forgot it's a Wednesday the 13th, the Virgin Mary. Yeah. probably put a spell on me. That's why I got the uh, the uh, crud, yeah. It's all blocked. You can't even get through. It's ridiculous. Beauty. Everybody there. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If Rosa Lopez could even uh, upstage Michael Jordan, you know she's got the real thing. <laughs> 
right. Five bucks ahead. You got it. All right. Have okay. a great day, pal. See ya. We have an open line in Brian. It's the 13th of the month, baby. Rosa Lopez. Thank God there's no superstitious assholes out there running around to see uh, Jesus come up on that Totina's Pizza every uh, 13th of the month at Rosa Lopez. Or is it a flour tortilla, I believe now? Yeah, the uh, Totinos, I think, went out of business. So now it's a flour tortilla that uh, the Virgin Mary shows her puss on every uh, 13th of the month. And I'm sure many of you would probably drive a long way to see the Virgin Mary's puss. Where are we going? Let's go to uh, Hialeah. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Uh, first time caller, long time listener. All right. Okay, I'm Cuban American. I'm not one of those speaks. Um, love your show. Okay. okay. Um, always wanted to call you and talk to you. Uh, I can't believe that we're doing this to the president of the United States. I mean, uh, this that, is absurd. That we do what? Doing this to uh, the president of the well, United President's States. Well, yes. I mean, you know, we try to get this guy out of power. I mean, for something that is everybody does. So, I mean, I just don't understand, you know, how can a country so big with all this money and all this power doing this to the president? Yeah, because they don't want to grow up, sir. They're a bunch of hypocritical assholes, that's why. I mean, do you imagine this doing it in any other country? No. Uh, exactly, you know, so, I mean, that's basically it. And uh, love your show and uh, keep the good work. And ask the Kenny Ovidas. Thank you. See you. Bye-bye. We have an open line at date, 5670560. Can you imagine this going on in any other country in the world if uh, the head of the country, and I do mean head, is getting a few blowjobs, and right away they're trying to throw him out of the office? No. No chance. No way, Jose, baby. Only in America where we have this. And I've been telling you about this for years, and you always think I'm exaggerating. And then these guys come on here, all these uh, talking heads, all these experts, and they repeat word for word what I've been saying on here here for years about an attempted uh, bloodless coup by a group of maniacal right-wing fanatical hypocrites is what it is. That's exactly what it is. An attempted lynching by a group of maniacs, all of whom have got skeletons rattling around in the closet that you couldn't even begin to understand. But you'll find out. Here's Pompano Beach. Hello. Yeah, Neil. Listen, yes. I'd like to comment on Larry Flynn and the whole thing going on with the Clinton. First of all, it's not about sex, because that's all you left-wingers want to say. It's about sex. Oh, about, you left-wingers, like, It's yeah. about lying under oath to yeah. a federal grand jury and uh -huh. under a deposition. Right. In addition, you failed to mention that Larry Flynn's offering $1 million to all these people to come out. Right. So you don't think Bob Barr's wife had a little motivation maybe to embellish the facts? $1 million? No, not, not at all. In fact, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't so. deny anything that you said. And let me ask you this, too. Let, let me say it again. Are you, you want to have a conversation or not? Because it's obvious Absolutely. you don't. No, you don't. No, I do. Did you see him on television last night? Yeah, he looked like a vegetable. Who? Larry Flynn. No, I'm talking about Bob. Oh, he looked like a vegetable because he got shot and he's in a wheelchair? Thank you, sir, my good right-wing friend. He looked like a vegetable because somebody tried to kill him because he's a pornographer. Some good right-winger, just like you, sir, tried to kill him, okay, with like a bullet, and that's why he looked like a vegetable, asshole. They have the receipt from the abortion clinic. They, they, got, the they got the goods on him. They got him nailed to the cross, okay, Bob Barr. But don't confuse this guy with the fact it's not about sex, it's about lying under oath like anybody else in the world would do, especially a person in his position. And like I said, they spent $50 million of our taxpayer money to try to dig up the goods on every other goddamn thing that's ever been invented. Could they get anything? No. No, they did not. And it wasn't that interesting, wasn't it convenient that Kenneth Starr, who's supposed to be so noncommittal and right down the middle, waited till after the election was over before he finally got there in front of the House Judiciary Committee and said, oh, no, there's a clean slate there on Filegate and uh, Travelgate and Whitewater and anything else you can name. We can't find anything, President or his wife, but waited two weeks until after the election was over before he bothered to mention that just out of convenience. Here's a mobile in Margate. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. 
I don't understand what all the big hubbub is about Michael Jordan. They didn't make all this stink when Mario Lemieux retired. That's right. Well, I just was wondering about that. Have a good day. And back to you. Well, you see, the media, I guess things are a little bit boring now. We've only got the impeachment of a president going on. So, so they must have, you know, and uh, we're still looking for John Bonet's killer, so they don't have much new news on that. So the media, as you know, and, and like I told you years ago when, it's, when it happened, the O.J. thing opened up a whole, it opened up the floodgates for this obsessive, incessant, for MSNBC and for CNN and CNBC. It just opened up the floodgates. And so now no matter what it is, if they think that they can milk it for every damn uh, dollar they can squeeze out of it, they do it. On and on and on and on. Let me say it again. Maybe the, probably the greatest ba basketball player who ever lived. I give him his due. No question about it. Very exciting guy to those people who cared about uh, the NBA, which most people don't. But he was a basketball player. And he retired. Wow. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? The world is still spinning around. I can't believe it. How are we going to get out of bed tomorrow morning? Michael, Michael, motorcycle. I don't know. It hasn't affected my life. I'm worried about how to get uh, the flush out of my neck. That's all I care about about getting a prescription uh, for my high blood pressure medicine. That's a lot more important to me right now, staying alive, than worrying about goddamn Michael Jordan and his millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars, which he's uh, not going to miss any meals. He's doing okay. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how are you? Okay. Long-time listener. Um, I was wondering, uh, this Michael Jordan thing is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I hope he's not retiring just to change numbers again. Maybe retire a new number. Yeah, that's right. I never uh, forgot all about that. Yeah, um, I'm real curious about these songs that you play on the radio, man. Do you write the lyrics to those songs, or who writes them? Crazy people write them. Crazy people? Mm-hmm. Listen, my we brother... We have them locked away in a cage, and we let them out on the weekend to record them. <laughs> my, my brother's down here from Toronto visiting, and um, he's been bugging me to take him to the Panthers game tonight. Yes? You still got those tickets we're giving away, or...? No, I don't. Okay, I, was, I went to class, and I don't know if you ever give them away. All right, well, great talking to you, man. Okay, see you tonight, pal. Bye. Okay, fork over the bucks and cut the crap. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Boca Brian just came in. He's got some blood pressure medication for me. Yeah. No, seriously, I think I'm just going to start finding somebody else's pills and start popping those and then see what my doctor says. I think the lady that called from Plantation probably saved my life, that lady. Thank you, sweetheart, if you're still listening. Thank God for you. The one person out there who knows what I'm talking about and who cares and isn't here hocking and trying about uh, herbal this and sawgrass that and, uh, oh, man, saw palmetto. Saw, saw, saw it on the palmetto, okay? Saw your on the palmetto, and it was pretty ugly, too, by the way. Pimply. 126 at 560 WQAM. Cigars in Monica's vagina. Oh! She lets out a giggle when he makes him wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. Put a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. It is so hard. I don't know where a stogie goes. I can see how there was some confusion between humid door and humid whore. And in Arkansas, the term cedar box means saw her naked. Stars reportedly to go in blind. 
that's me. Listen, he was working hard late nights in the ovary office, working on a practical joke. He took a Mac and noodle, put an exploding load in for Monica was blowing rings of smoke. <laughs> Cigars and Monica's vagina She lets out a giggle Every time he makes it wiggle Monica is not the kind You can do in the behind <laughs> But a cigar in her vagina She don't mind All people feel that Hillary's been Made a fool of by her husband Feel that Hillary was wronged Up in the Lincoln bedroom She was moaning, moaning Al Gore was doing her with Bill's old bong Outrageous Bill's cigars and Monica's vagina All right she lets out a giggle Every friggin' time he makes it wiggle Monica is not the kind You can do in the behind But a cigar in her vagina She don't mind My vagina really gets my panties in a wide Yeah, Dutch Master is faster Oh, yeah What you gotta do by the way, Major Bullet and Michael Jordan retired from basketball. Oh, my God. 132 at 560 WQAM. I just can't wait. I can't wait for Barry Jackass's column. The sports station didn't put this on the air. This is a disgrace. We ought to have, you know, let's have a congressional investigation. Let's get Ken Starr on top of it. Here's Dave the Cop. We'll stick him on him. How you doing? Okay, sir. Happy New Year to you. Back to you. You know, going back a few years when they, when all the hypocrites in the Republican Party were picking on Clinton in the military and all the issue that he draft evaded and all that. Mm-hmm. Draft wasn't, dodger. Well, wasn't it until they found out that Phil Graham, Rush Limbaugh, Newt Gingrich didn't serve either when they could have? Yeah. And, and that Pat Robertson was so far behind lines in Korea that he might as well have been in Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he was too busy impregnating his uh, would-be wife. Yeah, well, Bob Barr should be an abortion, too, right? He, he is. Well, you're probably right about that. Listen, anyway... He never yes- met a Klan rally he didn't like. Exactly. Yesterday, uh, you, somebody was mentioning the Pope coming to St. Louis in the summer. That's because the Cardinals need a left-handed power hitter. <laughs> hey, oh. quick question. Yeah. Uh, from the Even Gratney. the Pope can't help the Cardinals, I'll tell you that. Yeah, you never know. Uh, from the Gratney, going to the Macarena, which is the best way to go once you hit the Sawgrass? From the Gratney to the Or taking the, the Gratney. Let's say the Gratney. I guess to the Palmetto or something. What's the best way? Oh, you got to come up to Sawgrass. Okay, Sawgrass to where? The best way, I mean, the only way that I know is to get off at Sunrise and then go up to um, 136 Panther Parkway and make a left. Panther Parkway. I mean, you can, you can get on right from the uh, expressway, but I don't think you want to do that. Okay. Believe me. And, and one final note. In honor of uh, the big news of Adam the lifeguard, Rip Taylor, and Charles Nelson Riley's uh, birthday, can you play Spigot and Freeway? Have a great day, Dave. Thank you. Yeah. What do you ask for? No. We have an open line in date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in West Palm Beach. Take it up. Take it up. Take it up right now. Take it up right now, yeah. 
just let it wiggle it in a little bit. Further. Yeah, just stick it in a little right. further, yeah. All right. Okay. Take it out, you fool. Okay, hello? 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 Yes. Yes, oh, yeah, Neil. <laughs> What's going on over there, sir? Are you having some kind of an orgy there or what? Where are you, where are you sticking that cigar? No, man, that's Rectum. the God, man. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> no, no. No, if we interrupt with something very important and worthwhile, I mean, we'll call you back another time. Okay, no, 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 no. Um, look here. Um, did anybody mention about that um, that Schindler guy with the worst dress thing? The, with the what? The guy that does the best dress and worst dress of 98 or something like that? No. Okay, he mentioned something about um, Linda Tripp, and he said that Linda Tripp looked like a, a sheepdog dressed in drive. <laughs> I think that all dog lovers all over America ought to protest. We ought to picket whoever said that. <laughs> well, anyway, that's all I had for you, Neil. Okay, nice thank you very much, sir. And go back to uh, whatever sounded like you were having a good time, okay? Squirt, squirt. Open line at Broward, 5670560 and Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. It's obvious. You can tell just by looking at Lucien Goldberg and Linda Tripp. You can see what well-adjusted, wonderful, great human beings they are, right? Am I right about that? Uh-huh. Or what? I, I don't know what it is. I'm just a little on the... Uh, I'm looking over here, and I'm uh, not even seeing straight. Here's a mobile in Aventura. Hello. Mobile and Aventura. Neil? Yes, sir. Okay. I just wanted to say to all my uh, ultra-conservative friends that they might want to wrap themselves around the idea of just loosening up their butts a little bit. to uh, to think. Yeah, just think about this. I mean, they keep saying it doesn't have anything to do about sex. Well, how does it not have anything to do with sex? You know, the thing with Clinton. The whole thing is they were looking for a way to nail him, and they caught him with his pantaloons down, and they put him in a position where he, uh, you know, was damned if he didn't, damned if he wasn't. There was nothing else he could say but try to be evasive and uh, play award games. And everybody knew that. They wanted yeah, to I nail mean, him into the corner, and then much to their dismay, they found out that most of the American public didn't care, and they still don't care if he's screwing around. Yeah, I mean, they've been trying ever since he got in office. Right. started with Whitewater. I mean, where are the indictments? There's no indictment None. against him. None until, against him, none against until, uh, Hilla Swillery, right. Yeah, until Monica Lewinsky, but it's not about sex. <laughs> Thanks, Neil. Have a great day. Hey, don't confuse them with the facts, okay? I mean, no matter how good the economy is, no matter how what, what's going on in the world, no matter how many people are working, don't confuse them with these things. Because this is a bad guy, and we know that good Christian right-wing Republicans don't do these things unless Larry Flynn finds out about it. I say, let's, and, and, then, and let me say it again, that jackass that called before, such a typical asshole. Well, all you left-wingers out there, and they says, yeah, Larry Flint looked like a vegetable. That, that would be like my coming on here and saying, Chris Reeves looks like a vegetable, okay? Or playing some stupid comedy bit about Chris Reeves in a wheelchair. 20, 23 till 2 at 560 WQAM. This is the most disgusting program. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Coming soon to a theater near you. Christopher Reeve is Superman. Superman 5. Help! Help! Superman! Superman, quick! Jimmy Olsen is drowning! Hey, here comes Superman! Here he comes! He's he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> Hurry up, Superman! you super gimp. Get out of here, you freak. Oh. Oh, Clark. Nothing's happening. Get on top of me. Oh, Ow! 
I, the evil Zod, have finally figured out a way to defeat Superman. With, with kryptonite? No, steps. <laughs> Superman 5, the search for a bigger doorway. Rolling into a theater near you. Like I said, if I were to play something as tasteless as that, that would be like calling uh, Larry uh, Field a vegetable, right? That would be a real bunch of crap. We have an open line at date, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Michael Jordan retired from basketball today. Anybody care? No. Thank you. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Um, I was wondering, when you retire in four years, do you think uh, QAM will give George your show? I have no idea. Because I think you guys are... The makings of a very good talk show. We have what? He does, yes. Oh, George does, yeah. Well, yeah. Monday, he'll be doing the show Monday for Martin Luther King Day. Yes, I can't wait to be doing a show on black history, yeah. If I am African American, by the way. No, I... you're not. You're black, not African. Please don't say that. I, I feel so bad when you say that. Why? Because there's no such thing. My parents were born in Africa. Well, what difference does that make? And I have an African last name. Yeah. What's so your. That... Do you have an African first name? No. Oh, see, there you go. No. So, uh, you know, I can't wait for that show. And uh, a comment about the president. Um, yes, sir. I like the president a lot. I think he's done a great job. Yeah. But, um, I mean, like you say, he does have a lot of enemies, and they were looking just to bring him down off the, I mean, if he sneezes one, they're looking to bring right. him down. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you think he'd just be a little more careful of what he does? Exactly. Look, careless and the desperate. But when you're married to the ice princess and haven't got laid in 14 years, you tend to be careless and desperate. You tend to get it wherever you can, whenever you can. You know what I'm saying? It's all that's right. Blame that bitch. And now, now she's going to be senator from New York. They're saying in, in two thousand. How do you like that? Not. Have all a right. great day, pal. Okay, that was a, a wonderful black caller. Please don't say African American. I'm begging you, stop saying that. All my brothers and sisters and uh, whatever you are out there, stop saying that. Two open lines in date five six seven oh five sixty and pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Just spread the word, okay? That's an evil thing invented by the white man. That whole African American lie. That the bull crap. And I had Alex Haley on my show, by the way. He's not feeling too good right now anymore. He was white. Here's a mobile in Coral Springs. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. I'm, I'm an Italian Irish American. Uh huh. Um, I have a question. I have I'm a Jewish, a... Polish, Russian uh, fag. <laughs> I wanted to make a point about a previous American. caller called and said it's not about uh, the sex, it's the fact that he lied. Oh, yeah. They They're have no parrot. right to keep, they keep hearing that same line with parakeets. Yes, go ahead. I was going to say they have no right even asking them those questions under oath. Of course not. It's not what, what kind of a thing is that? What kind of a talk about a porno show with Ken Starr? Well, uh, where did she put the where did he put the cigar? I mean, and was it a tipperillo? I mean, what what are we talking about here? It's against the law, and I don't know how many states to have sex with your wife or whatever in any other position of missionary. If right. they ask you that, aren't and by you? the way, adultery is a misdemeanor in the state of Georgia. So Bob Barr right. is a criminal. I think everybody should know that. You know, which leads me to the question. Which he does Why? not deny. Why did his attorneys even let him answer these questions? Yeah, they asked bad attorneys. Very bad attorneys. Business. How do you like that? It goes to show you how many crappy attorneys there are in this country. When you're the president of the United States and you still have crappy attorneys, what does that tell you? Yeah, well, I think they're in on it. And by the way, you remember that uh, Bob Bennett was the, that big, fat Bill Bennett's brother, that Bob Bennett was the first. I haven't seen him lately, right? Yeah. We won't see well, him I, no more. I hope Larry Flynn brings them all down. Excellent. And I'm, and I'm a registered Republican, which I'll be changing my party, too. Beauty. Have a great day, pal. You too. God bye bless bye. you. There's another registered Republican. He's changing it, baby, because he's fed up. He's pissed off and fired up, or however that goes. He's had it with the hypocrisy of these. And, and see, that's, that's where this all came from. 
That's where this all comes from. Instead of concentrating on the important things on the, on the business of the country and trying to make life livable for everybody a little bit, instead of worrying about that, oh, we got to condemn. We're holier than thou. We're better than thou. We're good Christians, after all. Ah, oh, like I've told you for 100 years, as soon as somebody tells you that, start laughing your ass off and run like a son of a bitch. <laughs> and grab your passport real tight and squeeze it. And the passport, too. This whole movement, man, the whole thing is sick and twisted and pathetic, just like these assholes that call this show. Oh, well, I'm a Christian, and the Christian Coalition, we're going to have you off the air. Why? Why? Why aren't you out there helping people, going to a hospital and helping sick people? Why aren't you out there raising money for charity for people who need your help instead of worrying about giving, uh, getting somebody off the air who uh, has the audacity to express something that you don't like? Oh, wow. Yeah. And by the way, it's the 13th of January. Am I off the year yet? No. No, and I'm not going anywhere, sweetheart. That bitch. Remember that bitch from the Christian Coalition? Oh, yes, you'll be off by the end of the year. You're finished. No. You're going to be in that lake of fire, sweetheart. It's going to be a hot time in the old town tonight, night after night after night. You talk about a little uh, burning rash on the chin. Your puss is going to be burning for centuries. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello? Uh, Neil? Yes, sir. How you doing? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Great. I saw the show yesterday with uh, Larry King and this guy, uh, Bob Barr. Yeah. The only thing that was missing was uh, someone yelling out, uh, what was it? It puts the embryo in the basket. <laughs> that wouldn't be bad. No, no, no. One quick favor. Yes, sir. Have you already played that Lime in the Coconut song to that uh, particular phrase? Lime in the Coconut? Yeah, put the Lime in the Coconut and drink it all up. It, the lotion it in the puts the lotion no. in the basket, huh? Oh, oh lotion. Have you played that I was, one? I think I was going to play, and I, I didn't get around to it, but I will. If you get around to it, I appreciate that. Okay, and Thank have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. What do you say? Put the uh, stiff in the casket? How's Joe DiMaggio doing, by the way? See, the Michael Jordan thing is just like the Joe DiMaggio thing. There are important, well-known celebrities who die every day, especially when they get to be 85, and they chain-smoked all their lives, and they got one lung. You know when they got some problems. But Joe DiMaggio was sick, and he was in the hospital, and he was dying over there. And all of a sudden, the media became psychotic about this. Every five minutes, we have to add another update. Oh, he had a good BM, and now he had a bad BM, and, uh, you know. And then he finally, even he got sick of it and said, cut the crap already, will you? And they said, okay, and we haven't heard a word about it since. And thank God, I feel better just not knowing that I'm not hearing about it. I mean, I know it's uh, tough to accept, but someday Joe DiMaggio is going to croak. And it's the same thing with Michael Jordan. Okay, he's not playing anymore, okay? Life is going to go on. And there are a lot of people really upset because, uh, you know, financially it may hurt them in the pocketbook, but you know something? They'll probably make more money for these people in the long run than ever before. Like that Mark McGuire baseball that was auctioned off for over $3 million last night that they had to interrupt the regular news to stick that on, by the way, on CNN. Oh, yeah, that was big, important stuff. So maybe Michael's balls will be worth a lot more now than they used to be, huh? Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah, hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Good. I'm a first-time caller and uh, enjoying your show today, and I had a comment on the Clinton situation. Yes, I actually sir. raised in a fairly conservative Republican family, and uh, oh my God. last election I actually voted for Clinton. I'm so sick of these right-wing Christians that are ruining our damn country. And uh, none they're of our representatives... They're the Republican Party, and now they're trying to destroy the whole goddamn country. Yeah, they are. They're ruining everything. I mean, I was over in Europe for the holidays, and... Uh, you know, people are laughing at us. Yeah. It's embarrassing that the goddamn president can't have a private life, get a damn blowjob. Right. I mean, who cares? The whole country does not care about it except these right-wing Christian Republicans. And then that we find, that, that to find out they're getting more blowjobs than anybody. Exactly. And it's maybe a bunch of crap. But right. the main thing is, is why the hell won't these senators and representatives vote for what the hell the public wants? 
That's what they're supposed to be doing. Because you don't, you don't understand. I mean, the fix is in. The pressure is so tremendous from all the money that's behind with Richard Mellonscape and with all these right-wingers who put Ken Starr up in the first place. The, the pressure is so enormous behind them. I mean, it's like in a football game. You drive 98 yards down the field. You get to the two-yard line. And, you know, while you still have a breath, you're not going to give up at that point. That's the way they look at it. They, right. got him, they figure they got him right on the ropes, and they're not going to give up easy. Hey, Ken Starr should be put in jail for right. all the $50 million he spent and all this crap he's yeah. done to the country. And if you read I mean, the, if you didn't see it in the Herald this morning, I read it before. Their lead editorial was right on target. This man is a terrorist. Yeah, I believe that. I'll tell you. I hope it changes. I, I think until the public really revolts, we're going to see the same crap going on. I mean, they, they can go out and blow up abortion clinics, kill doctors, yeah. and that's okay. And yeah, you got to understand, uh, Michael Jordan retired from basketball, so we got to get our priorities in order. Yeah, really. I'll Have tell you, something's wrong. Hopefully we can change it. I appreciate your comment. Have a great day. You too. 151 at 560 WQAM. We have an open line at Broward, 567. We're going to solve the problems of the political business. We're going to solve the problems of Neil's uh, thing on his neck. We're going to solve all the problems of the economy. We're going to solve the problems of Brazil and the stock market. We're going to, are we going to do those things? No. But it sounds good. If I could just be a little more like Mike Siegel up there in Seattle and be a sanctimonious, bald-headed geek like Mike Siegel. Nine minutes, or like Boca Brian. Nine minutes before, well, just the bald-headed part, geek part. Nine before two at 560. WQAM. I knew he was sitting back there. Well, he likes the attention, okay? He likes us to mention, yeah, there he is. He got his check. He's happy. Oh, he's got a little hair on there, too. I think, uh, what's her name? Sewed some on. 